0: games juju chimmi at the fellas ultimate i want great and somebody brave news repeats and empty pets yeah story time and chimmy's game breakers here comes Duke with the soundbite bite savior enchantment is the better engage enchantment is the better engage enchantment is the better engage enchantment is the better engagement. i just fell on my bottom into some butterscotch which I would so my question. You have repeat,
1: yo. Man, they best renamed that shit to Galo. Hello and welcome to show 118 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast.
0: Yeah, 118. Oh, let's do
2: it.
1: Yeah, let's let's just do this.
2: Well, we've been, we're sitting around for half an hour. We don't uh, sit uh,
1: around. I know. I think we need to have the intro to the show, or have a. Have a like, stand-in intro, don't we? One where it doesn't include Chini's name. That that would be I good. I guess so. That would Loser. Be good. Yeah. He's forgotten, hasn't he? Again, he's got a memory like a
2: sieve. You know who the real bum is? The person who decided that we needed to record on a Sunday instead of a Monday. Oh, wait, that's me. Yeah, that was you. But Chini, well, he's, he
1: likes regularity, doesn't he? You know what I mean? <laughs> he's, like, he's like a bowel movement. <laughs> You know what I mean? He uh,
3: actually,
1: actually, that is true because he's just a shit for not turning up, isn't he?
0: <laughs> oh, oh
1: de- I did.
2: I did. Oh, uh,
1: but he's in Birmingham, so that's no good. He's nowhere. Near, well, he is sort of near his house, but not near enough to record the show. Apparently.
2: Well, if he cared, he would call in on his cell phone. Can't you do that with Skype?
1: I know, yeah, do you know we should have done that. No, he, I, he he sounded like he was somewhere noisy, but he said he's been working all day and he's really tired and he's not in, not even at home
2: great papers, uh, I'm tired. You know, exactly. Just, you know, exactly. Going to Birmingham.
1: Yeah. I I just think, you know, it's just some lame excuses are going off him isn't it, you know what I mean?
2: He, hey Dutch, is gonna get the podcast? Why not? It's not about taxes. She's doing our taxes. She thinks that's more important than video game podcasts.
1: Actually, that does sound pretty boring.
2: Well, it's pretty important. I don't want to go to jail.
1: Well, important but boring. Well, so, so do you have to? So doing it. So do you not like? What do you mean for your wages or your earnings and all that sort of stuff? Yeah. But did they, did like the people you work
2: for not do that for you? Well, see, you don't know what it's like in America. America. You, you see, Chris Rock said it like this. The government takes a little bit of money out of every paycheck. And then on April 15th, it's like, I need a little bit more. What kind of crackhead stuff is that? It's like, eh, uh, I need a little bit more money. Uh, Pentagon need a paint job. Uncle Sam is on the
1: pipe. So well, So they have like income tax on your yep. paycheck. But yep. then they have, uh, once a year, have an additional, they go, actually, we no, need, need another 6%. They've
2: taken out enough. Yeah. Yeah. And if they haven't, you have to pay them more. But if they have taken out too much, you might get a refund. So it's sort of this weird gambling thing that comes around every year. And you're like, come on, let me get some money back. Oh, shit. I have to. I guess they don't do it like this over the UK. You don't do it like this, huh? Uh, Only if you're self employed. Only if you're self employed. So if you. When you work. You work for a company, Stu, right? Yeah. And they just take money out every week. And that's the end of it, huh? That's the end of it. You have a tax code. So
1: so basically you have. you have an allowance that you can earn without paying any
2: tax. An allowance you earn without paying any tax? Yeah. So you no, know, what about like exemptions and things?
1: Well, that's what it is. So, so you're sort of allowed to earn about 6,000 pounds a year for me. But some, like if you're on lower earnings, you can earn 9,000 pounds a year and what you don't.
2: Gains or investments and stuff. How do you pay that? Oh well, that's again. That's that's pretty
1: much taken automatically. If you have a savings account, for instance, they they just take the tax out of that. So that must be
2: very convenient. Let's do it like that. Yeah, really. <laughs> so many reasons we should move out of this dump.
1: Yeah. So everything, everything, everything done automatically. Yeah. <laughs> so we we don't have to worry unless you like say unless you either run your own business. Or you work for yourself as a painter-decorator or whatever it may be. Or you work for a company, but they don't pay you directly. So I bet Chinny has to do this then, huh? Yes, he will. Yeah, he'll have to have an accountant. Ask
2: him about that. Oh, wait, we can't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Stupid Chinny. He'll have an accountant who does that for him, though, probably.
2: Whatever. You can't see Cheney hiring an accountant. What are you talking about? No, you'd, be,
1: you'd be surprised. He got loads of money. He got like some big, like, your startup loading. Yeah, you. but
2: he's a skin flint, isn't he? He's like, I don't want to let somebody else deal with my money. I want to do it. Unless he was buying some fancy digital
1: camera, that is. <laughs> or an iPod. Or an iPad. No, he hasn't got one of those, Oh, that's he what he's saving up for. Yeah, it's weird. I, I've actually done something this week. I've done something. <gasps> oh, wait, is it story time? Sort of.
0: Stop. Sorry,
1: sorry, time. Done something for the first time this year. Hang sliding? Time, nope. Bungee jumping you've done, haven't you? No, no, I don't want to do that either.
0: What?
2: I thought you said you did it.
1: No. yes, no, ne- no, I've never done bungee jumping. I want to do a, a skydive. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, yeah? I'll be doing one of them this year, but no, I'm, no I don't fancy it, because I'm a bit worried that my eyeballs are going like, to fly out when you get to the <laughs> yeah. bottom of the bungee cord.
2: Well, I no, give no, up. No. What did you do for the first time um, this week? pre-ordered a game. Oh, <gasps> you've never pre-ordered a game before? No, not this year. This is oh, the not first this year. year. Oh, the first a time this year. year. Oh, it's the Yakuza game, huh? No, I already got that. Oh, really? Yeah, I already
1: had that on rental. Well, uh,
2: what would you pre-order? Is it a AAA title? Mm, yeah, well, I guess you would call it a AAA title. <laughs> That's a no. No, uh, it, no, it is. Okay, tell me the first letter that the game starts with.
1: <laughs> well, it starts with the... <laughs>
2: The well, that no fine. How many words? Uh, three. The blank, blank. Um, the killer's dream. No. <laughs> What's well, the first letter of the second word? Oh, you rubbish at this game. What? How am I supposed to know? It's a, it's a W. The uh, something. The Warriors Code. Oh,
1: God. <laughs> the verger well, I'll give you even It's out this Friday. That doesn't help me. Jesus, wet.
2: Uh okay. was the first letter the second It or was the...
1: originally a PC
2: game. Uh, the w- Amnesia. What? <laughs> um, oh, The Witcher 2! God love us. hey I got it right on my first guess. Edit up all those other guesses. It <laughs> all sounded brilliant.
1: It's a good job we're not doing that guess the game feature on this show, isn't
2: it? Eh? <laughs> Somebody was just recently asking on Reddit about whether or not... Um, that's a good RPG and I was like it sounds good but it also sounds kind of grueling so be careful. Well, I've I've heard varying reports on these. I've ways. heard it compared to Dead Souls. No, I've not heard not No, really that hard but
1: No, I don't think it's as hard as as Dark Souls or anything like that. I think it's it's more Skill based. So once you sort of get used to the fighting and stuff, you, you sort of start hey, to get the hang the of it. Or? Yeah, once you get the hang of it, apparently it's not. All. I'm go- I'm going to be obviously playing it on easy anyway. Yeah. Huh? You know, so I'm not I'm not too concerned. You know, I'm I'm going to be getting it uh, played on easy, so I should be fine. Oh, yeah, um, I, you
2: know I was, oh, I'll talk about that later. I was playing Halo Reach on easy, and then it goes. You can't unlock any achievements if you play it on easy. I was like, screw you, Bungie. I'll play it on regular difficulty then.
1: Yeah, no, that's true.
2: Yeah, that's racism.
1: Yeah, just because you want to play on easy. Just I'm just kidding.
2: That. I don't believe that's racism. I'm not trying to suggest that any group of people from any racial background play games on easy. Well, it's being joking. It's not about race, but sort of, you know, people that are crap at games. You well, know. stupid
1: people, yeah, bad <laughs> people probably <at> games. That's <laughs> be people. as a race of people.
2: Well, um, <laughs> anyway, you are going to say about achievements.
1: No, actually, no. What I was going to say is, um, yeah, the, re- the reason I've, pre-ordered it is... Because uh, I wasn't going to bother. I was I was just going to buy it, you know. But then I thought, it's it's a bit of an... You know, could be classed as a niche game, I suppose. So they might not stock it at Tesco or Asda or any of those sorts of places, you know. So, you know, now that game's closed down and then opened again, I'm not sure whether our local one went or not. Right, right. Um So I was a bit like... Mm, oh, no,
2: Taking yeah, yeah. chances.
1: Yeah, because I wanted to play it on Friday, so I thought, you know what? Now, as you know, I normally order my games off shop too. That's where I normally go for my games. But I didn't this time. Uh, I didn't. I ordered it from Amazon. And the reason I ordered it from Amazon is because DuffStuff123, he said, if you order it from Amazon, uh, the developers sign each copy for pre-order. Really? Yeah, so I'm getting a signed copy from Amazon, and it's the exact same price. I was like, So Yeah. It's nice. You see, now, when you think about it, right, if you want to stop people selling their
2: games second-hand,
1: That's a bloody good way of doing
2: it. Well, there's all sorts of ways you could do it like that. Here, wait, I got a sound clip for that. It's nice. Where is it? Go ahead.
0: (laughs) Wow, that's very nice.
1: Yeah, no, I think I think that's a good way. Look, look, developers, right? You want to stop people? You know, I mean, they should have. You know, the developers at Activision, you know, who make, you know, Call of Duty, whatever. Sit there. Vision does sign 20 million copies,
2: <laughs> <Full of duty. laughs> yeah. Be fine. What's the problem?
0: Yeah,
1: actually, no, that would defeat the object. Because if there were, every copy was signed, then I guess it wouldn't be that valuable anymore, would it? Yeah, anyway. <laughs> so, so yes, I'm looking forward to Friday because I will be getting yeah. my first pre ordered game this year. Oh, yeah, so you have a full report by Monday. I've, well, I'm I'm on holiday at the moment, but obviously it'll be over the weekend, and uh, Amazon, I don't think, even though I've ordered it to come first class, I'm not so sure it's going to come on launch day, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm not, I'm not convinced, though, because obviously, you know, Shop 2 guaranteed that it'll come on launch day.
2: Well, they guarantee anything you want. Doesn't necessarily mean it'll happen.
1: Well, no, I've had three games go missing, as we know. Well, but, maybe- you know. You know, Amazon will we'll give, we'll give him the benefit and see what happens.
2: I don't give anybody the benefit for anything.
1: Well we know that. You know, like no quarter.
2: Exactly. I'm a exactly. distrustful guy.
1: So, Duke, now as we know, you've been on spring break all week. Spring
0: break! Spring break Yeah
1: Boy, I've gotta, gotta say I've gotta say,
2: Duke, you are slick tonight. Yeah, completely on the, ball right here. Completely but it's on a the money. Spring break is over. Now I'm in paper grading hell.
1: Oh, yeah. well, you see, this is what happens. So let's let's get to it because I'm sure you've got tons of games to talk about. And as Chini isn't here, it's a good job you play double. Although to be fair, it makes little difference because for the last two weeks, Chini's played no games, so it doesn't yeah. really make
2: any odds. He's been here. He hasn't played nothing. <laughs> yeah, I've been playing Fallout New Vegas. Oh. Should uh Play something else, for God's yeah, sake. It's true, though. I played the Lonesome Road DLC. And, uh, yeah, how do I feel about that? It was an interesting story, sort of, but it was weird to have no NPCs to talk to. Like, every other DLC, I'm pretty sure... That there's ever been for Fallout. You have some. Even the one on the alien spaceship, you're talking to the little kid, and then there's, you know, your cellmate that you're talking to. But Lonesome Road, it's lonesome, man. You're on the road by yourself. It's pretty lonesome.
1: And you do, on the spaceship one, you do meet the survivors as well as a few survivors.
2: Yeah. That was a cool DLC. Yeah, I played that. I liked it. Yeah. And there's a part in it where. They do this in a number of games. I'm pretty sure they did it in Singularity, and they do it in some other games as well. Uh, Prince of Persia, with Sands of Time, and others, uh, where you're on an elevator, and it's like moving down or up, and you have to fight off monsters that keep jumping onto the elevator. You know, that sort of thing. They do that in the Lonesome Road DLC, and that's pretty cool, because it's an unusual dynamic. You usually don't have that sort of thing going on. But uh, yeah, that was kind of cool. Yeah, uh, I, guess, I guess
1: that would make it a bit more action-y as opposed to RPG-ish.
2: Yeah, it is, and I mean, you know, you can still do the VATS thing, so even while they're climbing in, you can zoom in and, you know, sort of take your time and figure out where you're going to shoot them and stuff. But it is, I don't know, it's just a cool little twist, because most of it is moving through bunkers and bombed-out cities and stuff. Uh, the the emotional texture of the DLC didn't really work, because it was trying to make me feel a certain way for what I have to do in the game and it's like you could have just avoided this whole thing altogether. I'm like, dude, it's part of a game, you know what I mean? Like, Bioshock does a good job of taking you, sort of making your decisions into something that it confronts in an interesting way in terms of the moral ramifications of it. And they try to do that here, but I don't think they really succeed very well. Uh, There's a lot of talking. And this is something I noticed in a lot of the Fallout New Vegas stuff. Not as much in Fallout 3, but it's kind of annoying in Fallout New Vegas. There's a lot of talking without delivering a lot of of story, which is weird. Because usually when a character's talking a lot, they're delivering a lot of story. But in this case, and in the case of a lot of the DLC in Fallout New Vegas... Their, the, the the characters are just sort of talking about how they feel or sort of the you know their emotional background, and it's not really telling you a lot of things about the story, which is frustrating because you want things about the story, you know? So that was kind of annoying. And the thing that bugged me the most, I mean, overall, it's okay. Like, it's a decent DLC. It's certainly not you know, as good as the stuff. Fallout 3 had much better DLC overall, um, but it was okay. I mean, you know, the, I'd say... Uh, Forsaken Hearts or whatever the other one is, um, Forgotten Hearts, Random Hearts, something like that. Uh, that was the best one of the Fallout New Vegas DLC, and then this is probably in second place. Um, but there's the final narration. You know, you know how it is at the end of a Fallout game. If, in Fallout Three, they have that sort of montage where it's like the, court, the lone wanderer uh, vanished into the wasteland, and and. He, traveled a path that brought hope back to the wasteland and uh, you know Not to
1: say that i know what it's like at the end of a fallout game but i've <laughs> never finished one
2: <laughs> i've never finished one of them no. I, nearly,
1: I, no I nearly finished fallout 3 but well, you, you know i was me. a fair way towards the end of the, the campaign but should never got it. i know i should, should anyway
2: have. they okay i'll tell you that they give you this montage and at the end of fallout new vegas they have they have a much larger montage. Montage. They have a much larger montage where uh you they sort of go through how each of the factions reacted to what you did and how your actions affected each of those groups of people, you know. And then at the end of each DLC, they give you a sort of review type description montage with the narrator talking over it. And this one is especially ridiculous because not only is he describing what you've done, but he just keeps going and going and going. So it'll sound like this. The courier moved out into the road and took the final steps that he had to travel, not realizing that the destiny had already been laid out before him.
1: Wow, that does sound kind of cool. It was too. not
2: one that he walked alone, for there were many others that had walked it before him. And yet he knew that it was his own path to take. And the message that he had to deliver was one that was – and it just kept going. Every time you thought it was going to be that, and they, he, he, the guy read it in a way that made it sound like, okay, this is the last line of the narration. All right, I guess I'm done. Di- and then the, the war hadn't ended. It's just like, shut up. Get to the freaking point already. Shut the hell up. So that was ridiculous, but whatever. Like I say, it was okay. It was, it was worth playing. So if you haven't played that, eh, give it a shot. I actually got in trouble on Reddit recently because somebody was like, I can't get the Dead Money DLC to work on Fallout New Vegas. And I wrote, that's because the universe is trying to tell you not to play that stupid DLC. And the moderators were like, this is how it's okay to feel this way, but we want to keep the, constructi- the comments constructive. This person's looking for help playing the game, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, who cares? And
1: you, a respecting English teacher. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, I, re, part of being a respecting English teacher is telling people how you really feel. Because I'm not going to take a student's story and be like, this is wonderful, if it's merely okay. So I'm going to be honest, man. That's the way I roll. Maybe, well, <laughs> I guess. But sometimes honesty isn't always the best policy. You know, it upsets people. Whatever. I'm going to give my opinions about video games. What's the harm? True, I guess. I mean, I don't want to upset people. I don't do it just to upset people. I'm not a troll, but I do want to. I don't want people to. That's the thing. I don't want people to waste their time on a bad game. You know what I mean? It does sound a bit trollish, though. That you
1: know that sort of, you know
2: getting someone's back up and criticizing the choice and you know, yeah. That's, I don't, I don't, no, but see, he doesn't even know because he's never played it. So I, I mean, it's a little trollish, I suppose, but that's not my intention. Anyway, whatever. Um, you'll be proud of me. I bought a humble indie bundle. Wow! Yay! Uh, Yeah, they had one out that had a Mac game in it. So I was like, ooh. And I went to look because the Mac game is called Hack Slash Loot, and it's available for, I think, Windows, Linux, and Mac. And uh, so I looked at it, and I was like, hey, I could play this on the Mac. And then I looked up to see how much it would be by itself, and it was $10. And then I looked, the Hundable Indie Bundle was like, the average price was $5. So I was like, I could get this and two other games, which I could probably play on my little partition virtual machine that i have here and i can well two of them anyway so there's four games there's uh so what you're saying is because you're a cheapskate
1: you you went for the humble indie bundle instead absolutely total cheapskate yeah fair enough
2: (laughs) yeah whatever there's four games uh defense grid which i played on the xbox and I'll, i'll give it a try it might be different to play it on a pc we'll see uh, the Mac the game that works on the Mac is called Hackslash Loot and it's a rogue like game. Do you ever play any rogue games? It rings a bell, but See, I'm not hundred percent sure. Rogue is like the oldest video game ever made for personal computers. It was originally designed for Unix systems way back in the day. I'll find out when the first game was. But these I mean it was it was really like your the, the character, you know, your your person is just a little asterisk symbol and it's ridiculous. Uh so how do you do Rogue game. Yeah, here we go on Wikipedia. Dungeon crawling video game first developed by Michael Toy and Glenn Wichman in around 1980. It was a favorite on Unix systems in the early to mid-1980s. And you're just going through these mazes and fighting, you know, monsters and stuff. It's a total dungeon crawler. Anyway, Hack Slash Loot is a game just like that. So uh, it, it's if you've played one, you know how to play all of them. So it was really cool that I had, you know, I already knew how to play it as soon as I started it up. And it's pretty cool. It's not as... Uh, I don't know. I it, I haven't played it enough to really have a, a judgment on it, but it's well-made, you know, and it's fun and cute and fast and, you know, good for the price. There's another game called Astro Tripper, which is a lot like—you played Defender back in the day? I did. Yeah, it's a lot like that. Uh, shooting at stuff and moving back and forth. Now— the world seems very, very small on the level that I played. And again, I didn't play it for very long, but um, it was all right. And then there was one called Alien Zombie Megadeth, which was also very silly and cute. And it's sort of a platform shooter. And you're just trying to take out these waves after waves of enemies and aliens and zombies and stuff. So that's pretty cool. All told, you know, it, it probably isn't worth much more than five or ten bucks, but I'm glad I did it because, you know, it supports any developers. And uh Yeah. No, I as play- long as you look, as long as you got your five dollars worth, you can't say more than that. Kind yeah, of, kind exactly. Of. I wouldn't want to say anything more than that. So, come on, what else have you been playing? All right, so iPhone games. Uh, I played one called Cook the Popcorn or something like that. It was really stupid. It was like Fruit Ninja, but with popcorn. And instead of having a sword, when you put your finger across the, you know, swipe your finger, it you're a, you're a flame, and you have to heat up the popcorn kernels, and then it pops them. And that's the game. And it stupid. And I spent like 20 seconds on it. This is really dumb. And I was like, deleted, deleted, deleted. Anyway, uh, then I played one. This is my favorite new indie game or the iPhone game. It's called Geared. Have you ever played this? It rings a bell. Is that the one with like a cog puzzle? Yeah, it is. Yeah, no, I've seen it. I haven't yeah, played it, cool. but I've seen it. Like, I got it for free because it was on the uh, top 25 free games, I think, or something. And uh, yeah, like it's really cool maybe i bought it i don't know anyway uh it's i think it's only a dollar but you got like 150 levels and it's you know you get like three different sized gears and the yellow gear at the bottom of the screen is rotating and the blue one at the top of the screen is not and you have to put these gears together in a way that you know powers the blue gear and a lot of them, you know, the first levels are very, very simple. They pretty much tell you where to put them. But before long, they start adding new stuff into the mix, and you have to, you know, think a little bit about them. So, but it's not, you know, it's a very small, bite-sized chunk game, and it's perfect for if you have a minute or two to kill. Uh, so, yeah, check it out. Geared is one to play. And then more Draw Something and Words with Friends and all that. Yeah, Draw Something. I'm, I'm getting quite a few repeaters now. I feel like I yep. need to buy some more words. The interesting thing, too, is that they obviously have... Like popular, like I saw Lil Wayne up there once. Clearly, you know, like you know, pop culture stuff makes it onto there, and it was funny because this was hilarious. I had a friend who who drew Google, and it said uh, she drew a picture of the Google screen, and then she wrote or Chrome, and then I wrote in browse because there were five letters. There'd been I six. B R O W S E yeah, so I wrote Browse and I thought that would be it, but it wasn't. And I was like, what the heck? Turns out it was Bowser. Uh well do you know,
1: interestingly, I've had a very similar thing happen with IPete. Ha <laughs> ha! He mis <laughs> he misread Union Yeah and thought he said Unicorn. What? So he drew a unicorn, and I was looking at it for ages, right? And then I, I even used me bomb, right? Because oh, I, was yeah, like, I did
0: too.
2: And I was like, I was like,
1: this- I can't work out. Then I gave it to my wife, and I'm like, can you work? Because it, it, yeah. I've tried Pegasus, and we were googling mythical horses well, with horns, let's and like, I think it's not worth
2: it. Just so we were it. doing all
1: that, right? So, and then Kate went, it's union, not unicorn. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was just, like, oh no! Just assume that he got it wrong. No, he definitely did. But it it was a really good drawing of a unicorn. You know, it yeah. looked really cool. And yeah. we, I had uh, Sonic the Hedgehog today. Oh, uh, nice. Had, and I've yeah. had
2: – There's actually a gallery online of people who have done just insane drawings. of the, you, They have to have iPads. There's no way these people are doing these drawings on a little tiny iPhone screen.
1: No, Millie, Millie has an Arcos uh, 101, which is a 10-inch screen that she's playing out oh. on Android. And oh. she is so much easier on there. Oh, I bet. Because great big so, screen, right. so your
2: fingers like about the size of a pencil on there. It's brilliant. Yeah. And I always do, like, kind of over the top. Like, I had one, I don't know, I guess it was disco. And, like, I spent literally, like, five minutes drawing the, the strobe light and the speakers and everything. And I could have just drawn two stick figures and some musical notes, you know what I mean? But I wanted to go over the top, make it worthwhile.
0: Yeah!
1: Yeah, I mean, I've still got the dude who just writes out the word. Oh, geez, that's still so annoying. But I think, well, he's coins. You know, I've, I've managed. I've managed to get my first color pack now, so I've actually uh, got a, a good variety of colors now.
2: Yeah, um, yeah. So it took I me a had, while because I did salsa, and like I had to have different colors to draw the salsa. It can't just be doing black salsa. That looks gross.
1: Now you see, you know, you did tattoo for me, and it looked like someone had cut their arm. Whatever. Yeah, well I I did tattoo for for Millie and mine was much better. I did a love heart with an arrow through. the Exactly. That's what I should have done. It's
2: like (laughs) a love heart or something, but whatever. Too late. Can't change it now.
1: No, I got it Uh, eventually. It took me a while.
2: Well yeah, see that's the thing, man. Eventually everybody gets mine. I've also been playing Modern Warfare 3 And I won't say too much about it, but I've noticed that there are some really annoying pauses after the rounds. And I have to imagine that that has to do with, like, figuring out who got what medal and stuff. Because they tell you, it used to just be like, you had the most kills or whatever. Now it's like, you spent the most, like, everybody gets some kind of medal. So, So you'll get, like, spent the most time near enemies, or you were at the lowest average altitude during the game and i'm like why you do you kill the most <laughs> well yeah but that's easy to calculate the other stuff and i think that the delay after the game is probably that sort of thing and i believe there's also like a theater you know you can like look at your matches and whatnot and it probably is the delay associated with that too if it's like storing the data from the game file so you can go back and watch the footage of you playing that match or whatever
1: they really is- are, they really are taking the reward thing to the next level, aren't they?
2: Yeah, aren't they? they really are, and it's kind of silly cuz whatever, you just want to play the game. You want to play it you know, quickly. You just want to have the next round start already. And it's okay, granted, it's only like four or five seconds, but still, it's like, come on, man, I'm in a big hurry. But the thing I have been doing lately is I've been using the Assassin perk with a silencer, so I'm like stealthy and deadly, man. It's really cool. I'm having a lot of fun with it, because I'm catching people by surprise, which is something I usually don't do in online shooters. Usually I'm just like, bah, blaze guns, ah, run in full speed ahead. You're like, you know, one of those like comedy
1: films where someone empties a full machine gun and nobody gets hit with any of the bullies.
2: Exactly. And there's that like
1: is- holes everywhere apart from the person <laughs> you're aiming at. That's you.
2: <laughs> that is me. That's totally me. But my kill death ratio has been going up because I, I'm not as easily found and I'm not as easily killed now. Although. Now, I have to make sure I'm closer up to people because you put a silencer on it, severely limits your distance that you have, your accuracy at a distance. So I've had to kind of adjust my game style recently. But speaking of shooting people, especially at a distance, we played Rainbow Six Vegas 2. Oh, my God, I forgot how awesome that game is. And it was like the most successful play that we've had in months. There were tons of people there. We had Stu Leck, We had XKX Nemesis. We had Nick P. We had Z4XX. We had St- Step J, we had Major Chavez, we had John Mouse, and we had Duff stuff. So it was just like a crazy full house of people playing. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We'll do that again soon, because it was a good time. That's See, I played the demo, but never played the game. I've never played it.
1: I've seen it, so cheap as well. I've seen it as cheap as about Six pounds or something. And yeah, like it had been it.
2: months since I'd played it, but as soon as I got back into it, I'm like, "Oh, I forgot how awesome this game is." I'm gonna go back and do that single player again soon. I know it. But speaking of single player shooters, I said last week that I had to buy Halo Reach for the last play date, and now I'm. So I said I was gonna play the Halo Reach single player, and yeah. now I'm playing it. And and uh, man, they best renamed that shit to. Galo, um, it's okay. It's a decent shooter, I suppose. Like, it's not as Ooh, you want to be careful. You want to be, be careful, man. I don't care what people think. Oh, I mean, look. If you Ooh. love Halo, that's fine. But okay, first of all, look. I'm just saying. I'm just saying the the story so far, and I'm only three chapters in. Okay, so I know there's ten in the whole game, and I'm only a third of the way through it. Fine. There's really not much of a science fiction story yet. First of all, I don't even know if I know what the story is. Hey, did you play Halo Reach? I did. Can you tell me what the story is? Can't remember. See, it's because it's not a memorable story, and there isn't much of a story yet. There's some... Th- there's a planet, and we don't know what planet it is, and there's some... You,
1: you should know what planet it yeah. is if you're a fan of Halo.
2: But I'm not a fan of Halo. Well, like, that's why I, you don't know what planet you should, it is, I then. I not follow the story anyway. Well, yeah, you're fighting
1: for the like the to get rid of the enemies, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's the you. usual stuff. That's he's not guess. he's not particularly deep story anyway. Halo is he?
2: But you try what? and make it that way, but he sort of isn't really. But here's the thing, and this is not just true about Halo. I have this criticism about a lot of games. Now I'm going to be in trouble. Now, <laughs> well, let us be. Let's be in trouble. We'll get people to write in that's good for our show. Uh, a lot of these games the storytelling is always really obtuse. They never come out and they're like, they never have a narrator saying like, the year is such and such. This this group is fighting against this group for this reason. No, it's always like, oh, the Covenant came back on Delta 6 seven years ago and blah, 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 I'm, we're still hurting from that. The Krebulon mines are blah, 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 And it's just like, they throw a whole bunch of terms at you and then they expect you to keep track of it all. And then you meet a character and you're supposed to go, oh, that's Cremula, the woman that they referenced two minutes ago. But you don't. And it's just like, you can't follow it. It's like, oh, hey, mom. And it's like, what? Who cares? Blah! Great. Yeah, Maybe I guess. Out of here. Well, I don't uh, know. Thanks a lot, Halo.
1: I mean, but are you enjoying the game, though? The, like The play and the mechanics and the shooting?
2: That's fine. I'm just saying that they ought to have some good writing to go along with it to make it more interesting. Here's something else that bugged me. I kept running out of ammo. Now, that's nothing new, because everyone knows I lose ammo like crazy. And I'm trying to be conservative with them. I'm trying to hang on to my ammo, but I'm not doing a very good job. But here's the question. This this government or whoever it is I'm fighting with, they give you a standard issue rifle, yeah? It's got like 600 bullets in it when you first deploy, yeah? Yeah. Why don't they develop a weapon? Because you've been fighting this Covenant group for a long time, yeah? Yeah. Why yeah. Don't you de- Why don't they develop a weapon that can use the ammo from the Covenant weapons? That would be the best of both worlds. Wow. Now, interestingly,
1: if it was real life, right... Yeah. That may happen, but it's a game. <laughs> In games, things like that don't happen. That's just well, it's, it's a game. Happen. Just accept it. It's a game, dude.
2: Yeah, whatever. Uh, Night Vision's pretty cool. The pre-rendered cutscenes are a little ridiculous, especially there's a first-person cutscene. Oh, boy. That was especially ludicrous. Um, But whatever. I mean, like, I don't know. For all my complaints, I-, I don't hate it. Like, it's an okay game. So, eh. You don't really well, it like got- it, though, do you, either? Be- I don't really like it. I mean, I'll finish it because I said I would and I'm going to, but I'm not blown away by it. I'm not really compelled to play it. That's the thing is that like I'm not driven in any meaningful way. And uh, whatever it is what it is. Very nice. I don't really I guess I don't see what the big draw is. No, I'm I'm sort of with
1: you there. I like Halo. I don't mind it as a game, you know, and I can have a bit of fun with it. And I enjoy I enjoy the shooting. I think it, you know, if you want a really tight shooter, you're not going to get much better. I think it you know it does all the shooting stuff really really well. And for multiplayer, you know, it, it does a lot of stuff. You know, there's a lot of variety. Yeah, the multiplayer is okay. I actually don't mind the multiplayer. Yeah, sometimes. tons of tons of okay. game modes. It was okay. You know, even I found something to like, and I'm, you know, me, I'm not really into multiplayer games, but even I liked, you know, some of the some of the modes that they had in there.
2: That's fine. I mean, whatever.
1: Yeah. So, anything else? That's pretty much it. Is that pretty much it for you? That's
2: pretty much it for me.
1: Uh, well, thank you for that, Duke. Um, well, I guess I would be getting onto mine, but Chene, he's here. He's joined us.
2: <gasps> oh my goodness!
1: I don't believe you. I don't hear him. Yeah, let's have a listen. Can we hear him? Yeah,
2: wait, listen very carefully. I'm listening. Oh, maybe he's oh, not. Oh, I thought you we were here tend as well. you here.
3: That's the way you feel, like the floor sitting.
2: Anyway, what Shut if up! Answer- Everyone, shut up! I'm here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were exhausted from work.
4: So, what happened was, I get a text, and if any policemen are watching, listening, <laughs> um, I pulled over and read the text. And I also pulled over and rang Stu. Um, at the, uh, it said, I got a text saying, are you coming? <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, well, knowing Stu, that probably isn't a personal question. So he probably <laughs> referred to the podcast. And then I thought, oh, maybe the podcast was tonight and not tomorrow. Whoops. Uh, and then I rang Stu, <laughs> pulled over on the side of the road, of course, not whilst driving, because that's against the law, and said, Stu, Am I supposed to be on the show now? To which Stu replied, Where the hell are you? <laughs>
1: yeah. And all oh, said, no, actually oh, not, what you... I said No, actually, what I said was, You're not at home, are you?
2: <laughs> no, I, that's what you said. Um, and then Chili said this, Well, what are you talking about? I'm here. And then we were like, Really? A... You're here? And he <laughs> wow. said,
4: Yeah, I'm fine.
2: <laughs> so,
4: oh. I, I was in Birmingham. I've, I've just come back from uh, the villa. Uh, so. Yeah, I've been working all day today, and it was kind of like last minute as well, so I just, I don't know. And I forgot well, to
2: email people about doing the show today to remind them. Yeah, I'd remember. And I well, need
1: reminding.
4: Yeah, I need he reminding.
1: Need reminding. He yeah.
2: Fortunately, I have a record. Uh, we, we can tell, Chinny, go ahead and tell people what you've been playing. What, do you want to know what I've been playing? Stu, you're just nosy. <laughs> no, that was me. I was That was Duke saying that.
1: <laughs> was that you, Duke? Oh, uh, You were no. just messing.
2: <laughs> yeah. So massive. Um,
1: let me guess yeah. you the graphics are amazing. La da 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 So anyway, you can wait now <laughs> Dee, till last. <laughs> you can you can wait till last. Let I'm me gonna go. Shoot, you, you think the graphics are amazing, la da da da. Yeah. Um but yes, I have finally finished Mass Effect three. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah you Finally got it done. And I've only got one thing to say. Well, actually, I've got a few things to say. But the first thing I'm going to say is Uh-oh. everybody needs to stop whining like babies about the ending. Oh, my that's, goodness. That's what I'm going to say. Take yeah. that, everybody. Because people, right, you need to get a grip. You really do. Because that it's game. You, Christopher Matthew. Yeah, I'm sorry, CP, man. I have to disagree with you completely. I like the ending. I thought, he, you know, all these people, oh, it doesn't give closure. Uh, I don't like it. Babies are getting their bottle. Oh yeah, for sure. They need the diapers changing. That's what I say. Well, or nappies in this.
4: Why is there babies playing the game? I'm confused.
1: Because people are acting like babies about the ending, aren't they? Oh. All like and gonna, about a new the ending. ending. I want a new ending. I don't like it. Do you know? To be honest, right? All these, all these people have got all these theories, right, about the end, right? And to me, because we don't have any spoilers well no but to me it's fairly you know it's fairly cut and dried all these people are like oh is this and even like uh you know bioware are going well oh, i don't know we can't confirm that's what we thought about because i'm thinking yeah that's kind of cool but no yeah but there's someone even done a whole youtube video about the reason for the end and stuff. i'll bet there's a bunch of youtube videos yeah about that.
2: but i was fine i was absolutely fine with it and i'm not going to suddenly re- with ambiguity man a lot of people don't like the idea that you have to sort of you know, you don't it, get all the answers. It sort of isn't ambiguous, but I think well, that I think that I also depends
1: on what decisions you make in the game. Because I had some stuff happen which was pretty cut and dried, and got I got my answers, you know.
2: Oh, well.
1: You know, I did some stuff in the game where some bad shit went down. You mm. know what I mean? And I was like, ah, yeah, so I know what happened with most of the races in my game. And then all these people like, oh, well, we don't know what happened, eh, like, whatever. You know, I was fine with it, you know, I liked the ending, and, you know, I was absolutely fine. And all these people who were whining about, oh, I've invested 100, look, right, if they'd invested, right, 150 hours in something that was really boring, right, and they didn't care about it, then fair enough, right? But most people had 150 hours of decent entertainment out of it. So stop me moaning. That's what I'm, just just get over it.
2: Yeah, really. Yeah.
1: That's it. That's all I've got to say on that thing, really. Until we do a spoiler show when you two who cares? Yeah, get around to playing it. But yeah, it's, I liked it. It was good. It was really good. Um, now I have played some stuff that wasn't quite so good. Unfortunately, yeah. uh, I was sent a code uh, to review Wheels of Destruction, uh, yeah. which Did is that yeah, which is on um, the Sony PlayStation Three, and it's an exclusive downloadable game. And is, this the,
4: is this the one that you said? Oh, do you want it, Chini, or shall I? I, did. I went.
1: Come on, who's playing more games right now? You have it. <laughs> I know. It's it's really not very good. It really isn't very oh, good. I'm glad you reviewed it then, because I would have and, hammered this game. Oh no! I mean, I've I've given it. You know, I've tried to be fairly balanced. But right, just to put it into perspective, right? It's been out. This since... game sucks. It is not on 360. Therefore, instant zero out of ten. It's been it's been out since last Tuesday, yeah. And on the mm-hmm. website. They have like the top PSN scores, leaderboards, and everything. Yeah. Guess how many matches the number one person has played? Ten. Well, I tell you what, you're not far wrong. <laughs> <laughs> number two has played nineteen. Wow. Number so you two get at the top of the leaderboards, dude. I know. You know, I did think this. I could be top, it. but the person who is at the top. Is completely out of whack with everybody else. It was like he thought, do you know what? I need to make sure I keep this place. He's played 77 matches, but it's still not a whole lot, is he? (laughs) 77 matches and has played the game for 15 hours, right? Number two has only played the game for three hours. And the number 17 has played the game for 33 minutes, right? And get this. This is just brilliant. Number 24. So this is 24 worldwide. has played the game for fourteen minutes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> fourteen minutes. Number one on a leaderboard for the first time in your life. In I could. I, I reckon I could get in the top ten. <laughs> so yeah. uh, I think you're kind of you got
4: to give him the benefit of the doubt, though. Maybe those fourteen minutes is the best fourteen minutes he's ever played <laughs>
1: yeah, in his awesome. life. Yeah. Okay, let's let's get to it because right. First off, it actually looks okay. the The vehicle modelling is is sort of kind of cool. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't look terrible. The environments are okay, but it's, it's got a few issues even with that, right? There's about I think it's about five or six maps on the game, and they're based on like parts of the world. So there's like uh, London, Paris, Seattle, Tokyo, and Rome. So there's five <laughs> maps, five maps. But there's nothing that really apart from London, right? Where there's like big Ben Clock in the middle of the map. It would be really difficult to say where you were in any of them, you know. None of them really stand out that much, but and, you know, but they're fairly well made and they look okay. And then it, it's trying to be like a, a class-based racing shooting game. So it's like so there's like deathmatch, team deathmatch, and capture the flag. They're the three game modes. So it's multiplayer only, and you can either play online or you can play against bots. The classes are soldier, assassin. Heavy, Engineer, and Scout. So they're the the different classes that you can play as. But they're all the same. They're all... Apart from, like, you have a bit more health if you're a heavy and it goes a bit slower... You know, if you're a soldier, you have sort of middle-of-the-range health and sort of don't go too fast or too slow. And, and that those are the only differences, and the, the weaponry is slightly different. But most of the good weapons you pick up on the maps anyway. There's no, like, progression. So it's not like you can be a soldier and then, you know, equip it with different stuff or different armor or anything like that. So there's no customization at all of any of the, ve- any of the vehicles in the game. But the biggest faux pas they made was the control scheme. It is seriously probably the worst control scheme I've ever played in a in a like a driving game. Um, because it, it uses the warthog controls from Halo. So oh, yeah. so where you point the camera is where the car goes. So you don't actually steer the car in the map and control the the camera independently, you know, or the I aiming mean, reticule or whatever. You know, it's it's sort of yeah, it just it just isn't. And it, and it like it's like when you turn around, it takes an age, right? So they had to build in a quick sort of turn mechanism where you have to jump and press X at the same time to turn around one eighty. Mm. It just doesn't. It just doesn't work very well. And and when you're playing like you know a f- supposedly fast paced racing shooter game, you need quick responsive controls, you know, to aim at the enemies, and then to top it all off, it has auto-lock on, so you don't manually aim at anything, it just locks on, and they probably, presumably, put that in, because they realised with that driving scheme, there was no way you could actually aim effectively at anything. It's it's a, it's a missed opportunity, in my opinion, and I, and I think it really, if they'd have just changed the way that it controls, it would have been fine. You know, and even even like the way that that it works, right, so the R1 and R2 buttons is Accelerate and Fire, and then L2 is Brake. Okay. Which we saw would be fine, but if you can imagine, right, if you were playing a 360 game, and the trigger and the bumper where you fire and you accelerate, your fingers are really like, it just feels really unnatural to hold the controller that way. You know, the firing should have been on the face button somewhere.
2: Yeah. yeah. it
1: That's, just.
2: I agree it, with that. Because I had there was a game I was playing not long ago that was kind of like that, and I was like, what? What?
1: Yeah, it just, it just, I'm just. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't really recommend it to anyone, really, you know. And, and it's unfortunate because I wanted to, you know, I wanted to. I thought it was kind of cool, you know, it looked good, but it it just didn't play well. And and unfortunately, you know, when you when you're doing that, then it's got to work, you know. You cannot do it in halves. Uh, so unfortunately, it's a bit of a miss, I'm afraid. Uh, moving on, He's... I did start when... to play Yakuza Dead Souls today. Oh! Uh, and I played probably about four or five hours of it. And, and? and sadly, I'm, I'm not impressed at all. <gasps> what this the first fuck? I haven't liked from Japan! Well, there's not. There's other games, like Final Fantasy Thirteen. I hated.
4: Not true. You have <laughs> logged every game that has come out
1: of Japan. <laughs> but. Japan! I really, Japan. really 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 like yakuza 4 and i thought that was excellent you know and yakuza 3 i quite like you know i like those games yakuza
4: 4 is like the four different
1: um kind of stories right yes and this this is the exact same setup so again what has this done wrong than the other did right what he's done wrong is shooting because obviously the other games were all about brawling and kicking people and it was in a very controlled way because obviously it was a little bit like a jrpg you got random encounters so you'd be you know there'd be some dude walking on looking a bit hard and as soon as you got close enough to him he would start to fight with you or whatever and you beat him up <laughs> and that was good cool, yeah <laughs> and it was cool and you'd pick up bikes and hit him with that or pick up bins and hit him with that and all and had a lock on so you could lock on the enemies and obviously kick them, and give them a good kick in, and it just worked. In this game, it's all guns, and a little bit of of sort of melee stuff, so it's mainly guns, and again, it's just you know, I have no idea what the hell they were thinking, right, when they decided how to do the control scheme for this. So it's either L1 to aim, normally, or L2 to do, like, a headshot lock-on thing, but And it automatically aims. So if you. So it does this weird thing, right? So if you're facing a wall, yeah? And you just shoot randomly, it will hit someone to the left of you, even though you're not aiming anywhere near them. Because it has this weird sort of thing where it sort of shoots at anything that's nearest to it it's just it's very and, and often you'll do the headlock on thing and it'll just aim at a random wall but turn you completely around so then you have to turn all the way back around to face the enemies again and quite often you end up in a predicament where there's enemies behind you instead of in front of you all of a sudden and then it, it's just i mean it's luckily it's fairly easy so they've they've obviously thought about all this but they've obviously made it easy and, and you don't lose too much damage because they've realised that you know quite often you'll end up in a position where you're getting attacked by stuff from the sides or behind where you shouldn't be really, and and it, it's like to get it. I mean, even the first part, right? I really like the first one. I don't, I don't actually mind long cutscenes in in Japanese games. I don't mind that too much. A freak, but, I know, but this one, right? So you start off, this is so funny, right? So the whole setup of the story is... right. Hey, right. Let me make sure I'm sitting down for the story. I know, right. So the whole setup of the story is you're, you're doing your normal, going around, collecting your, you know, your debts and stuff, You know, getting, getting all the money Things off the
2: people. Do, yeah, yeah as,
1: as you would do. You know what yeah. I mean? That's what you've got to do. So put, you're going around... Put, put the the smackdown. Yeah, exactly. So you're going around, getting all your stuff, you know what I mean? And uh, anyway... As you're sort of doing this, this, what's really weird, right, you're walking along the city, right, and just this random dude with a baseball cap just shuffles past, right, and then, like, the camera locks on and your character goes, oh? You know, as though he's, like, seen something weird, but, you know, it doesn't really do anything, and then he, he turns up at this Yakuza, like, headquarters, and it's a zombie dude, right, who bites one of them for just no apparent reason, really random, And then, obviously, a Yakuza comes flying out the window from above, and then that's the beginning of the outbreak. You go back to your office. When you wake up in the morning, this is only, like, 24 hours later. Not even that, probably 12 hours later, I guess, right? In the game, 12 hours later, and the whole city's cordoned off, right? Which, you think, well, that wouldn't be a big thing, you know, the army's already moved in and all that sort of stuff, and they could maybe block, you know, exits with trucks and stuff. No. Gigantic metal gates, like, you've never seen. And it's like... Where the hell did they get them from in 12 hours? Oh, my gates! <laughs> yeah. Huge, massive monstrosities. You know, it's just like, where the hell did they all come from in 12 hours? So Let's that's
2: me. Bulletproof, bomb proof, and resistant uh, spring rams. Then this what happened they, to Johnny D? You forgot to lock them. Shall we start the bidding at $50? <laughs> So, so that's a bit. I tell, I tell you what,
4: though, you, you, it's not really sticking up in in this zombie game. <laughs> I know, but
2: even like a little,
1: a little bit of realism would have gone uh, somewhere. Uh,
2: yeah, see, that's the that's the thing that really chaffs. <laughs> stu- anyway, so that happens, right? So that happens, right? God, so,
1: your assistant Hannah, right? Which is this sort of chubby Japanese lady who's like always shouting at you about stuff, right?
2: Well, the, the unpleasant woman in a video game is uh, overweight? What a shocking yeah, development. Yeah, I could yeah. never imagine that they would do that. I know. I mean, Believe it. So anyway. Skinny model preteen girl who's like annoying. And, uh, so anyway.
1: So anyway. So she's she's got the flu or something, right? She's got a fever and all this stuff, right? I guess so, she's vomiting all over everywhere. So, the first mission you give her, right, so she's like laid up in the office. The first mission you're given is to go and get her some medicine from a doctor right to to make yeah. her feel better. So off you go, right. It took me three hours to get her medicine because i like, had to go through all this massive tutorial, right, but the worst bit of it was so I, so I finally got to the outside, right, and you have to go through all this massive sewer and stuff to get there, right finally gets to the outside of the quarantine zone to go to this doctor, right, so I do all of that stuff. And then this other woman comes up to me and says, oh, you need to, you need to go and, and do other missions for other people first. So, and, and it's like this free mode, and it makes you go all the way back into the quarantine zone. And then it says, oh, you better go and get the stuff from the doctor. Then you have to come all the way back out again, right, just to show you this bit, right? And I'm just like, oh, my God. So, yeah, I'm not feeling it so far. I'm a bit, yeah, I'm not feeling it. I think about sending it back. next
4: week, folks, when no. Stu is feeling it.
1: I don't think I will. I think I'm going to send it back tomorrow. <gasps> get oh,
4: oh, Gideon. Yeah, we finally yeah.
2: found Stu's limit for the Yakuza games. Well, and it's
1: I, the unrealistic
4: barriers. <laughs> <laughs> it's the unrealistic <laughs> barriers. I'll tell you what. You can put stupid uh, cut scenes in it. You can put three-hour cut scenes in it. You can put weird Japanese businessmen that have a fixation with girls that are underage. You could put zombies in it,
1: but I tell you what, if you put gates in it that can't be there within the time frame that was specified, I am out. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, it's just. OUT! It's just not fun. I'm just not finding it very. No way! The shooting's just not good. It's this auto lock on thing and all the other sort of weird stuff. And they have like. And they've copied, right, all of the enemies out of Left 4 Dead. So there's like a tank thing but it's called something else and you have to shoot it in the head to kill it but it's not that hard at all really right and then there's these like screamers which are witches right and as they scream all these other zombies appear so you get like a horde of zombies uh, it's just not very good i'm just like oh yeah I'm, I'm a bit sad i'm a bit sad that it's not very good anyway and, and that's that's sort of been it for me this week your odds too yeah you're all right mate i'm a bit you're disappointed you're I don't do anything rash. I know. You're okay. You, you um, want to talk about it? Oh, wait, you are. <laughs> so, Chinny, I'm sure, what? right, this week you've been playing some games. I mean, it's got to happen this week, get it? <laughs> it's got to it it. happen. It's got to yeah, happen. Yeah, I might as well just not be able to. Fuck that. <laughs> not true, everyone, because
4: I've been playing video games. Yay! <laughs> Classics at that. So, we'll start with the best. Pinball Arcade for the Xbox Live
2: Arcade. <laughs> I saw that. Actually, I downloaded. it. I just haven't played it.
4: Uh, so this is an arcade game that is about pinball machines. And guess what? You play a pinball game. Everybody's playing one of these, uh, and it gives you like they're real. They're based on real pinboards, pinball boards. All right, uh, pinball machines. That's right. Um, and it gives you facts about it when you start. Pretty dull. Um, after a while, if you like pinball games, go nuts. Or if you like pinball games and you're bored of pinball effects 2, then go nuts. Uh, i tried another demo called Blades of Time. Have we talked about this yet? Yeah, uh, yeah Duke played this. It's pretty good. I actually liked it. Yay! <laughs> I thought it was good because it's awful at the same time. Um, it's, it's poorly made. The graphics are shite. The voice acting is that shite. are the- pretty good. Why don't you step uh, off? Don't be silly. Uh, well, it, they, no, to be so, fair, Duke, they are good for 2005. So, <laughs> they, you know, uh, I, I, I was just expecting it to be atrocious. And the the, the, the thing is, it's a, it's a rip off of God of War. It is. No doubt about it. Yeah. The way the weapons work, the way, you know, the animation works. But it feels really good. Yeah. Uh, it's, not, it's not made the, the, by Game Loft, is it? I don't know. I don't know. It sounds like a um, Game
1: Loft game.
2: I don't think so.
4: But the, I mean, there's, the shooting mechanics in it, which are stupid a little bit, but and they, they don't work as well as uh, the the melee stuff. Uh, but it's got some rewind, timey things. I'm sure Duke has talked about this, and that's pretty cool. You know, that's a little bit different. Something I haven't seen too much of in a an action game. I've seen it, you know, in Braid and stuff like that. But uh, it definitely worked, and you can. What one thing I liked, Duke. Again, I don't know if you've talked about this, uh, is that you could do it during combat. Yeah. The rewind time thing. So there's a boss and you hit the boss and then you rewind time and then the other person is hitting the boss. But you can do kind of like a, a co-op combo with yep. yourself.
2: Yep, Very cool. Yes, too. That's uh, the thing that annoyed me. It's it annoyed me be able to do it, but I, I don't like having to do it. True, true. Um, but I liked it. I
4: thought it, it actually just surprised me. And I thought, you know what? I, I think I'm going to give that game a go. Uh, maybe more than four or five hours of that could get dull. Do you agree, Duke? Oh, yeah. Um, but we'll yeah, see I might, what it's got. I, it's really cheap or something, but...
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: I, I'm just thinking that would probably get boring after a while. I, play, I played the um Park, whatever, Revenge. Uh, oh, you yeah. talked about it last week. Um, okay. Uh, it's a little bit repetitive. Uh, but, you know, like you said as well last week... You, Uh, Duke is you know it's good art it's good humor it's funny very standard platformer and I thought it could do with some puzzles or something puzzles would have been a nice addition but it's just you know a straight up platformer yep
1: yeah switches and
4: stuff um I've also been playing Rage I'm, I'm well into Rage I am about six seven hours in and it's a good game the only problem is. Uh there's no there's no reason for it to be open at all. And it's just very laborious going from one place to the other. And it might as well have as been a linear shooter at this point.
1: Yeah, I think I think the only way other way they should you know, or should or could have done it is if they'd have sort of just had a bit of a cutscene when you travelled from one area to another, you know, because obviously they had to have some way of linking the different types, because there are sort of differences between different areas. And I guess they could have done it in that way, you know, just have a little cutscene of you driving to the next place you had to get to. I don't know. I just,
4: I just didn't... There's no... I mean, it makes this open world. It, it, it creates this, you know, environment that you can roam. Uh... But it gives you no reason to go there and roam. it gives you a reason to go across it right but it gives you no reason to be to stay there Wonder. whereas to to wander you know fall out and skyrim purposely l- like don't hold your hand they they say it, they, you know by I think by design there is not a um like a, a, a trail, or like a Satnav trail as such, you know? There's, it's more of like a, just a, you could go this way, or just a dot on the map. And whichever way you get there is the way, you know, which is, is fine. Uh, and I think that's by design, to make you go and just walk around. They don't give you any fast transport in Fallout or Skyrim, especially with those horses. You know, in Rage, they do. They give you a car, and you have no reason to walk anywhere. So the, the, they just don't give you any reason to to do it. There, there's no. As soon as you're in the, like you start the game. They take you to a, one hole, holdout, and then they send you to another, and then you do missions there, and then you go to another. And they've purposely made that if you notice this, stew. The way the game is structured, right? I'm on the second disc now. By the way, yeah. Uh, and the way the game is structured, I mean, it, you can tell that they purposely made that that kind of halfway point because they knew they wouldn't be able to fit it on one disc, to me, right? It,
1: yeah, it, definitely. It
4: t- showed me that they designed the whole game because it couldn't fit on one disc. The second disc is a completely different area, environment, open world. It's like in Far Cry 2, even though that was on one disc. The, fir- the first half of the game was in the top northern area and then the second half is in the southern area and it was completely different open world and all this open world that you did invest, did in your time in wandering around getting to know the area is taken away from you and then you introduce to a new one which is fine but i don't think it's fair you know with grapple thought oh you know there's three islands but that doesn't mean
1: you yeah, know but it's like you just said though there's there's no reason to explore anyway so in a way it didn't really matter because there's nothing know, but, like, to do in those open worlds, is there? I
4: think I think they were bragging about the openness of it. And like, they, they give you an open world, therefore you know they, they should use it a little bit more. And they haven't at all. They've just gone, we've got an open world, but we don't know how to make that. We know how to make fantastic levels, and they do. Those levels are great. When I'm in like, a, a level or a dungeon or a cave or a sewer, and like, I'm on a mission... They're fantastic. Great I mean, the AI, shooting's brilliant, light. isn't it? Shooting is brilliant. The weapons are great. You know, really good game, but between those moments, it's just a bore. An absolute but do you, bore. Do you not There's think as well? Mini games in there, where you twanging the guitar and you stabbing yourself with a fucking knife. Yeah, and yeah. It's... true, it's true. And wow. like it, it, really stupid minigames in there, and it's just in the way. Do you not, just, do you not look, think?
1: Do you not think, though, to a certain extent, because of the graphical prowess of that game, right, and how it looks, they, they couldn't really have fitted probably much more in, to be honest with you, you know, with the limitations of the disk space and, and obviously the limitations of the console and stuff. There is what really. Mean?
4: They used three discs.
1: Yeah, exactly, but the two. They didn't care the... about a limitation. If they only no,
4: cared about a limitation
1: but... of discs, they would have put it on two. But they couldn't have gone to four. Can you imagine? You know what I mean? Getting to four discs just because they wanted to put a load of side missions in, as well as the main story missions. No, but. I mean, look,
4: you, how many games have we played where it's on one disc or two disc?
1: And yeah, but they don't look you know, you like. Score him looks great. It doesn't look as good as that though.
4: All-out looks great.
1: It doesn't look as I'm good not as sa- that.
4: <laughs> I'm not saying, look, even if there's a second disc, you can still use the open world. But in LA Awards, it's three discs.
1: It's the same. It's 20 place. gigs. It's already 20 gigs.
4: But, but what I'm saying is, they, they could have given you, regardless of, you know, um,. Like, how many gigs it is or whatever. They could have put things in the open world and not created the second environment on the second disc. They could Possibly. have just given you more stuff in that. Possibly. But it would have still they've taken up more They've made an open world, Stu, and they've not done anything with it, apart
1: from you travel across it. I agree. It. I absolutely agree. It's, but then there's, there's... It's very weird. But there's plenty of content when you get to wherever you're going, and that's what I sort of saw it as. Yeah, there is. But, like, what? just
4: make it a fucking linear shooter, then. Well, to me, it sort of still was. That's how I view well, it, it. More, no, it. I think you're right in saying it might as well have been. Yeah, because there's nothing in the middle.
1: No, it sort of still was. All I saw the open world thing is just a way of moving from one area to another, and that's all I saw it as. And I, did, I wasn't bothered about it. It didn't Which bother is me. A shame,
4: because they have invested. Look at look at how many man hours they invested into the open world. Oh, how yeah. much they talked about it. It's a shame. Why bother then? Why bother?
2: Well, the, they game, the game show they thing. They were going to do more with it than they ended up doing, and they were just like, eh. They got three discs, Duke. They could fucking do something with it. Well, no, but look how and it took them that long to do all that without having a meaningful open world, and then they were like, eh, maybe we'll populate it later with DLC. And no, I didn't. don't think they're going to. No, well,
1: I don't maybe think Maybe they, they will.
2: Going
1: to. Um, um, they won't. But the game show thing was probably the most interesting side thing to do. You know, where you, where you go and do the yeah, game stuff. It's, it's, I
4: mean, it's, it's in it, really, when yeah. we put it like...
1: But it was kind of cool.
4: Yeah. I like I li- I li- the way it was set up. It was. I it just was... saw it as a mission, and I, I got it over with, and I'll never go back to it. You yeah, because it was different levels, because you could keep going
1: back and doing different stuff. But yeah, I, thought, I thought it was pretty dull. But... <laughs> <laughs> that, I said no, it was I the look, most look... interesting side mission to do, that. <laughs> 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 I just, I, you know, I think the missions are really good, though, when you're in them. Some I mean, the driving, the action-y. racing, the racing stuff was quite good fun to do. To you know, to you know, put your, make your car better. That was kind of fun. Uh, I suppose. I like, will tell you what, the racing, shooting, know. action stuff in that game were better than Wheels of Destruction. <laughs> and <laughs> that's yeah, saying
4: something. Oh, <laughs> uh, Wheels of Destruction. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, it's that's better like than it.
0: that.
4: <laughs> I just, I, I really do like the game, and you know, I'm, I'm. I'm more positive on it than negative and i like it but it doesn't stick with it aside from all the stupid open worldness that they didn't include right like it doesn't really stick with me you know what i mean like it doesn't i don't go away and go i really want to go back to that game
1: you see i still think right this is this is my take on it right i still think that that was in essence a tech demo for other companies to go, look, buy, buy our engine, look how cool it is. And to well, Bethesda. I don't think
4: spend...
1: <sighs> yeah, but to Bethesda, it was like, look, you know, if you do a Fallout game using this engine, this is how cool it'll look. No, I don't think so. I don't That's think
4: it's as. They wouldn't spend seven years making a game.
1: No, but That's a, a tech... lot of our time will have been developing the new engine as well. That's not just time made making the game.
2: Yeah, but, if, well, they, but but when you come out with, I mean, they didn't call this. Look, if it had been half the price and you know one disc, maybe their case could be made as a, as a tech demo. No,
1: no, don't misunderstand me. It's still a fully fledged game, and there's a lot of content in there. But it's also uh, because they want to sell that that engine to people. But
4: uh, yeah, but I think it goes both ways. So they want to sell the engine, but they want to yeah. make a great game as well. Absolutely, and, and they tri- have made a good game. They made a good game. But it doesn't there's nothing aesthetically no. in the game that it is very appealing to me. it doesn't stick with me, I don't go you know, rage, I really go back i want to go back in that world. Which is weird because when I play Fallout, right, which is a similar post apocalyptic world, the only thing I want to do is go back. I don't want to leave no. with rage.
1: I don't want to go back. I absolutely don't disagree with you, but from their point but- of view they wanted to show variety didn 't they, they want to show he can do this and it can do open world and it can do shooting and it can do physics and it can do ai and you know and and that 's what they demonstrated it it can do all of those things, but they don 't necessarily make those sorts of games, so they concentrated really on what they do best, which is the shooting. And then, you know, the enemy parts of it. But they they also wanted to present to the world how cool their engine was. You know what I mean? And and hopefully... You you think it's for the engine. Get some licenses. I think it's for both. I think it's for both. I
4: I think it's because they they probably have never done one before. They haven't done an open world game as far as I know before. And so not not to this extent. And I think they wanted to have a go at it, maybe. They wanted to try something different. Yeah. Um, And they don't know what they're doing. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, no. they, they, they really don't know what they're doing with it. They know how to make great levels, great first-batch well, Apart mechanics. from
1: boss fights. <laughs>
4: uh, oh, no, yeah, I faced that big Terrible, terrible boss fight. Which one? The one where like, he's like heart exposure. Yeah,
1: shoot. the one in Dead City. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it really wasn't good. You just run around yeah. in a circle.
4: Well, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, wasn't the best, but it didn't really offend me or anything. No. um, it just wasn't very good. It offended
2: though. me. Yeah. Deeply offended. And you're not even playing.
4: So <laughs> that's it. That's all I've been playing on
1: Nah, That's kinda cool. Well, in that case, I think we better move on to this week's Indie pick.
2: Hey, you never introduced me, giving me an opportunity to play this sound clip.
0: <laughs> that's yes.
2: the uh the Brilliant. screaming goat. It is the screaming goat. And also <laughs>
4: Also, um, they played. uh, They played. They because it does sound like Usher, yeah, the uh, R and B singer. And they the The remix with the Usher. They they did a remix with Usher, and also they played the remix video clip to Usher in front of him, and he says, "That's pretty messed
2: up. It does sound like me." (laughs) Awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh! Oh! Oh.
1: How did you know Duke it that about like... ready to go? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: I didn't, I had to look it up on YouTube. It's probably I one click speed. away, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> speed,
0: baby, speed! Indie game review, review.
3: What up, people? Vlados here with another indie game review. This week we're looking at Whoopup, a breakout style game from Bedroom Studio Entertainment. They're the same people who brought us Avatar Ale Panic. Yeah. I never played it either. Their website is crazy full of flash and slick graphics. Also, it's in Italian. So I can't tell you anything about the company, but I can tell you. B.S.E. Offer an alter service e di supporto IT, metendo a disposizione dei clienti una vasta competenza tecnica ages channel del progetto, esperienza acquisita in i più sveriati con According to Google Translate, here's what that means. B.S.E. is a green turkey sunshine near many happy breakdance. Stephen King's novel, It, Drives a Kangaroo Cotty Pizza Pie Berlusconi. Hey, what's up, you? Blah, blah, video games development, purple monkey dishwasher. Anyway, whoop Pup is just like Arkanoid. 80 Microsoft Points. Vlad Dawson's Finna go get a big plate of pasta. So long, suckers.
1: Who <laughs> would have known she was so funny? <laughs> yeah. That's brilliant. Um, actually, it, you know, I think to say it's just like Arkanoid is a bit unfair, really. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is a little bit unfair. It, it is Arkanoid-based. <laughs> yeah. So what did you think, Joe?
2: I thought it was good. Um, I don't know. Breakout games seem to be one of those things, kind of like platformers, that a lot of developers are like, "I know, I'll make a game that I know how to play, that everyone knows how to play." That unfortunately, the drawback there is that it's kind of dime a dozen. Like you run the risk of doing something that's been done a million times before. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't think this does do that. I think this well, is much better, better than I'm that. A lot, and it throws in enough twists to keep it interesting, and it's very well polished. Uh, but I mean, it, it oh. looks great, it plays really yeah. well.
1: I like yeah. the fact that you're breaking words up. I thought that was just kind of cool in itself. Yeah. And yeah. then it had like stuff hidden in the words, and if you hit that block you got a bonus level. Yeah. I thought it worked brilliantly well. I liked all the different power ups you could pick up and the magnet one and you know the one with multi balls and it reminded me a lot of Peggle somehow.
2: Arkanoid also had those power ups to be fair.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but but I felt that it, it was sort of more Peggle like than anything else. And it was sort of <laughs> No, what I was okay. saying, when you, when you cleared a level, you got that sort of peggle feeling. It was just, yeah, I don't know, just the so way it looked. That, that, the aesthetics. That's a fair
2: of it. enough comparison. Yeah. yeah.
0: Ah! Oh! oh!
1: I don't remember um, having any power-ups, so well, that's maybe just me. But I'm, probably probably of, up, trust yeah, I'm probably thinking more of Breakout. You know, it's I just. Think so. of, yeah, you, yeah. Think, you are thinking of Breakout.
4: I mean,
2: this is a good game. It's definitely, you know, 80 points. You get a lot for your money. I, I just, you know, when I'm going to play a game, I don't think, ooh, I want to play Breakout. Or Ar- I mean, I have Arkanoid on MAME, so it's like, whatever. Yeah, no, fair yeah. enough. And, uh, Chinny?
4: Yeah, I think Arkanoid 2 is really good. Hang <laughs> on, what? Sorry? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. Yeah. This is not going to do. Uh, this is. Something. And, <laughs> We're guessing uh, you didn't play it, did you? I did, yeah, no. I just, I, 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 okay, I admit, I played it maybe during like, the podcast <laughs> about five minutes ago, but I did play it. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> I think it when You was talking about something. Um,
0: <laughs>
4: oh! Right, so... Uh, I played it, and it is Arkanoid, Stu. It is Arkanoid. I mean, it's good art, you know, it's nicely drawn and everything, and... You know, I, I don't particularly interest me that they're that, that they shooting words instead of walls. I don't know. Um, the uh, nothing new about it, nothing original,
1: absolutely nothing. But well done. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, no, I, you know, I guess you're right. I mean, like I said, the only I think the peggle thing as well is because like the fireball power up and it you know goes through the blocks like you're getting peggle. You know, there's just some quite a few similarities for me to peggle. Really, anyway. There you go. Uh, so we should move on. But at this point, right, normally we just move straight into some new stuff, middle of the show, all that kind of stuff. But not this week. Not <gasps> this week. What? Putting news. Last. What I thought we'd do, right, is we have got another iTunes review. So I thought we'd do that now yo, rather yo, than later. Yo. 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 yo, yo. You want some
0: iTunes
1: reviews? You got because I wanted to hear that and, like, you know, get maybe more of the listeners., Yo, to do yo, stuff. yo. <laughs> um, so this one's from oh, SkyTrack <laughs> Sky 74 <laughs> And he says, interesting and funny, five stars. He says, greeting gents. I've been listening since the beginning of the year and have thoroughly enjoyed every podcast. I love the length, who uh, misses? And the things you lads come across not only as informative and funny, but also interested in what you're talking about. Uh, keep it up, chaps. P.S. Full Fat Coke is the future. So there you what's go. It? Full Fat Coke? What does that mean? Well, the like non-diet Coke. Normal Coke. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, whatever.
1: So there you go. So thank you very much for that. You see, I thought we'd do that now. Get it out of the way. Get it in there. You know, let people know and hear that cool jingle. If
2: you're listening and you don't do that, then, I mean, come on. What's your problem?
1: Yeah, and also, if you're listening and don't do that, then you won't get to hear the cool jingle again. Yeah, yeah it really. Is cool. It is cool. Yeah, first up this week, are you ready for this? Now, there's a new story come out uh, just today. Just today. And that is that the PS4 will also uh, be locked, uh, apparently, <laughs> to new games. So you won't be able to play used games on that one either. So it seems to be that Microsoft and Sony... Are on the same wavelength with the developers and publishers, so they're also saying they're going to have anti-use game measures built into the new console.
0: Yeah,
1: and that's a really bad sign because if they're both doing it, then chances are it'll happen. I would have said.
2: Well, yeah, I saw an analysis that said that it, it's you know if if one of them does it, the other one gains a big edge because it's like, oh, we're going to be the alternative to that. But if they both do it, then they kind of. You know, they don't give developers a choice. Yeah, And I think this is... I'm really annoyed by this.
1: And it looks... I I guess it's starting to look more likely that this is probably going to happen.
2: That really irritates me.
1: But, you know, I think we were always heading towards this. (laughs) You know, that they were going to do this. But on the flip side of that, will this get rid of the online passes, though? You know, because obviously that's the whole purpose (laughs) of them. Yeah, well... You know, you're still gonna have to pay for your multiplayer. I guess you shouldn't. Yes, you shouldn't. But will you? I mean, what do you think? You know, is this is this the end of online passage if this happens? Nope. Nope. So you think that's so? Why? How could they then justify that then? They
2: can't. <laughs> so like not.
1: You know. So what? What would the I mean? How could they do that? They couldn't go. Well, here's your game, but we're still gonna charge you ten dollars to play the multiplayer,
2: Stuart. It was only right. for a way to get around the fact that they weren't getting money from the used games. Yeah, so that's correct. Different. But now people are used to paying it
4: or doing it right, so
0: yeah.
4: they'll just put it up there. And it, people buy it brand new anyway, so they can just leave it up there. And if somebody's stupid enough to buy it, then
1: they'll buy it. Free money. You see, I think the the only thing they can do which is possible is that they release the game with the multiplayer locked but charge you slightly less money for it and then charge you after the fact for the online if you want it. But I don't know whether they would even bother doing that. I don't see what the benefit of that would be.
2: I think the more likely thing is that... I mean, I'll be interested if this happens. I'll be very interested to see how this... Because here's the thing. I saw an article today that said... When we look at pirated movies, for instance, we assume or the industry assumes, oh, all this lost revenue, these people would have bought the ticket to the movie. It, But that's not a fair assumption because some people wouldn't bother to buy that ticket to the movie. They just wouldn't bother seeing it at all if they had to pay for it. You know what I mean? So, the I think the game industry is under the impression that, oh, once we get rid of used games, then we'll be getting so much more money. But that may not be the case. People tend to have pretty fixed budgets for video games, and they probably won't be suddenly spending a lot more. They'll just be buying fewer games. And so I think what they'll have to do is they'll have to probably experiment with some other models for the releasing of games a la the arcade model or, you know, the kill zone 3 thing where they release the multiplayer alone and hopefully that will lead to things like Modern Warfare getting rid of the single player and then saying, or, you know, releasing the whole game as a $60 thing but then you could just buy the multiplayer for $30.
1: I mean, this is where it gets a bit crazy though. I mean, let let me put this to you because they're saying that it's going to be potentially linked to your PSN account. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right, say for instance, right, you've got a family with three teenagers, say one's 16, one's 14, one 13-year-old lad, right, all use the same Sony PlayStation console. And so, they're, they're using a PlayStation, not an Xbox, because... Xbox ain't got games. But, so are you going to have to buy three separate games for each of those to be able to play it then? Well, no, because you don't have to do that now, do you? No, but what they're saying is, is if it's linked to your online account... Um, how are the other people going to be able to play the game? So they, you're going to have to buy three copies of the game. No, they'll, nah, they'll, they'll, right. they'll do some console sharing thing. Yeah.
4: like no, you, you, where you, On the same console, you can share it, or with these three people, you can share it, or whatever, something yeah.
1: like You know, because I was thinking, you know, because my wife sometimes does play the other my, my wife. Not very many, has to be said. But obviously, if she played on her console upstairs, she wouldn't be able to if it was locked to my account or my console downstairs. Stuart. You
0: know.
4: Please stop
1: whining. Now, um, I
4: see your th- problems where I think they'll solve it somehow because with the arcade games now, they, they do it already. They kind of like anybody who shares that console or hard drive or something, they can play it. So it wouldn't, there, there, there'll be some work around. They, they're
1: probably thinking about that. Actually, I don't think that's true. It I don't is think because that's true. My brother, with, the, with the 360, it, it's linked... It's, the downloadable games are linked to your account, I'm sure that's right. No,
4: yeah, but, my, my, like, I can, if I pass my hard, my profile onto my brother's hard drive...
1: Oh, yeah, uh, no, could... if you did it that way, but it's linked to your account, isn't it? Now, the PS3 is slightly different, because their downloadable games can be played on any account and can be linked to three separate consoles, so you can re-download them on... Th- they used to be able to re-download them on any console, so you could go around to your mate, sign in, and download it on his for him. Uh, but they put an end to that. They, I think it's locked to three now. Uh, but you can play with any. You can play the full game on any account on that console. But I'm almost sure on the on the 360 already. It's linked to your gamertag, isn't it? And it's just a demo version if you play it with any other gamertag on that console. But well, I think I think they're aware of this issue and they'll they'll address it. And also, I mean, there's still gonna be, you know, a, you know, there should still be a rental market, shouldn't there? So how the hell are they gonna get around that? Uh, put... No, there won't be rentals. Will be done.
2: Yeah, if this happens rent- – see, and that's one of the reasons why I think this seems so unlikely is because rentals can't happen. And, I mean, GameStop is not going to take this lying down. You know what I mean? Like this is going to mean a huge crushing blow to GameStop. But again – I And Amazon does
1: – you know,
2: gives people money for used games. Yeah,
1: but – I I don't think Amazon will be too bothered because that's only probably a very small part of their business. So I don't think that it's would really... It. it is, ah. but I don't think... That it, it's not a game-breaker for them. I don't think they're really that bothered yeah, about I love film and... But love but play, yeah, love film it is.
0: <laughs> well, then, <laughs> game but then,
1: you know, GameStop, I guess they'd have to assess how many new games
2: are sold so by GameStop. It's It's got to be at least half of their business right now is used games. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Are they going to be okay to just be like, "Oh, well, I guess we'll just nope." Focus on selling more new games. No, they're going to be really mad. No, they are.
1: But you see, in a way, it's the publishers and that you know, and the game developers who pull the strings really. And if if they you know are prepared to gamble on the fact that sort of, well, what's GameStop going to do? They're not going to suddenly go. Well, we're not going to sell your games anymore because that's their business. Without the games or the used games, they'd have no business. So they'd still have to sell their games, whatever. So in a way, the developers and publishers and console makers will have them over a barrel, really. Because what are they going to do? Um, the attitude will be: um, publishers
4: are going to do this, console makers are going to do this. They're going to cut off the used game market. The, the used game uh, market. And the the way that Love film are going to save themselves and stuff like that, uh, they won't. They're fucked.
1: Yeah, they I mean, are done. I think you're probably right, but I I don't know. I think there may be some. They may try and figure out some way around. If this happens if if they lock out used games. Done. I think the lockout out it's it's games, online
4: distribution. Online distribution. It's uh, if you want to buy a brand new game, mainly you would buy it online or Tesco because they make a loss or you, you, boy, you download it digitally.
2: Now, granted, it's it. from CheatCodeCentral, CheatCC.com, um, but they say GameStop CEO spoke up about that rumor last week, saying he'd already spoken with Microsoft on the matter, and the company is not at all likely to block used games.
1: Well, we'll but see. We'll see what mm-hmm. happens. We'll there's see. been a lot of rumors. We'll said last week, and I use the old adage, there's no uh, smoke without fire, really. You know, and I I think that there's been a lot of these sorts of rumors, so I think there'll be some truth in it. Are you prepared to put money on this? I don't know what I'm prepared to put money on anyway, I never
4: played the Duke Nukem
1: thing off. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to bet money with you. You don't pay any. (laughs) You don't pay me when I win. Although, no, to be fair, no, he did pay because he sent me Catherine for uh, for free. You didn't charge me the postage, so you did. You did pay up inadvertently.
2: Because I know you're not a sucker, Stu. Indirectly, sucker.
1: <laughs>
4: indirectly. I don't know. I was in the bet. I thought you was just. Oh, you owe me money then. Sweet, sweet. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You'll never get well,
2: it. <laughs> I owe you money, and then you owe someone money for recommending that dumb game. So, no. I don't owe no one shit. <laughs> I
1: ain't by she. she... Yes. So. So that's that really and I guess like you say we'll have to wait and see but I I think there may be some truth in it but we'll see to what extent when they finally arrive which probably isn't going to be for about another two years anyway is it you know 18 months to two years I would have said from now so we'll see. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see. see. We'll see. Okay, 3DS, talking of consoles and handhelds and things of that nature. Um, yeah, I mean, there was, you know, beginning of the year and, you know, towards the end of last year, there was a lot of sort of talk of the 3DS not doing so well and, you know, and all this and the other. Well, it's, it's doing pretty well now. It's doing pretty well now. Uh, the 3DS accounted for 65% of sales in Japan. Um so, yeah, it's, it has uh, one, two, three, four, five games in the top ten uh, in in Japan. And last month it sold 121,000. Compared to, guess how many of the PS Vita sold in the same period? I said period.
0: Uh, three. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> how many do you think the PS Vita sold? So, 100, 121,000 for the 3DS. Vita? Uh, uh, 50,000. 12,000. Wow. Wow, it's not doing great. But, you know, I mean, the, the 3DS didn't do great at the beginning either, so there's still, there's still time. There's still time. So we'll have to wait and see. So, uh, yeah, that Vita, but I, I don't know whether there's room for two handheld consoles, really. And I think 3DS is still different enough that people want to play it, whereas the Vita's trying to wipe a home console on the move, and I don't, I don't necessarily think people want that. Do you? I don't
2: know. Well, you know, I don't think I think that the single purpose uh, burn, burn, burn it's on its way out. Yeah, no, I agree.
1: And well,
2: you Three, say sing, you gimmick say gimmick or no? You say
1: single purpose, but the PS Vita is meant to be everything, isn't it? It plays <laughs> movies, it does music, it does games, it does Twitter and Facebook. Uh, does and, it have a phone on it? No.
2: Okay that's that's what i mean by single purpose
1: yeah and i think that's it. i think that's probably part of the problem because the, the vita's probably nearer to an iPod or you know an iphone or whatever than than the 3ds it's still distinctly different from that and i think that's probably why it's still doing okay and it's still it's more child friendly isn't it so if you're going to get a handheld for your kid you you would get a 3ds before you'd buy a vita wouldn't you
2: i wouldn't get either of them for my kid i'd get them an iPod. Yeah, or an iPod, but
1: you know, you know, if you want them to, you know, kids still love the old 3DS and the three, Hello. you know, and the DS. Here, kid, read this.
2: Here's your <laughs> virtual escape route.
1: <laughs> so, so I'm guessing that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Um, yeah, UK Talk teachers. Now you're on. Hello. Yeah. Good evening, and
2: welcome to the middle of the film. <laughs> I've been timing it, and we're right exactly in the middle of the show right now. Are we? Yeah, it's exactly
1: in the middle. Now, Jude, you're a teacher. I am. As we know. But UK teachers want more stringent legislation to combat violent video games.
2: Well, there's a stupid new law introduced in the U.S. House of Representatives about this. What the heck? Go ahead. We already have laws in place that that supposedly, right,
1: 18 rated over games shouldn't be played by any kids. You know, that's the law. You get fined money and you get sent to prison or whatever if you sold 18 rated games to kids. So what more legislation would they like to happen? Because I don't know what else. You know, what they need to do is get parents to actually vet what the kids are playing. And I keep feeling like I'm a stuck record but it's like primary school teachers have called for stringent legislation to combat the negative effects some computer games are having on the very young. Speaking at the Association of Teachers and Lecturers annual conference, they claimed games were making pupils far more aggressive and addicted to fantasy worlds and separate them from reality. It was also suggested that doctors of linked children continually playing video games with increased cases of tendonitis, seizures, antisocial behaviour and learning difficulties. But who should be sorting this out and controlling it?
2: Here, actually, we have an audio recording of the press conference where the teachers announced this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I mean, right, let's let's put this in perspective, right? You know, Alison Sharrett, a primary school teacher, said this We all expect to see rough and tumble, but I have seen little ones acting out quite graphic scenes in the playground. And there was a lot more hitting, hurting, and thumping in the classroom for no particular reason, right? When I was at school, right, I used to watch Chips on the telly, right? And I used to run around the playground pretending to be on a motorbike, and we used to round kids up and round them up into the corner of the playground and arrest them and stuff. And, yeah, you know, we might give them a bit of a punch and what have you while you're at it. Stare them
0: in the
2: eye, you know, something, something. You know.
1: I can't. Be- How do you do that so quickly? Because I'm the man. I baby. can't believe you did that so fast. Duke, lay off the sound effects. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we we used to do all sorts. of We used to play British bulldogs for God's sake. Where you had to run past people and try to get well. Basically, like you start off with one person in the middle and say twenty other kids trying to get past. And then when you get someone down on the floor, then you have to run the other way and the two people and so on and so on until there's only like one person left trying to get past the whole wall of kids. And that gets pretty bloody rough, you know. We used to, In fact, it got banned at our school because too many people got hurt. But kids will also always do that sort of stuff. You know what I mean? Kids Absol- will yeah. disagree. <laughs> because it, it's irrelevant. It doesn't matter what influence. I know, I know. It doesn't matter what influences we're getting, you know, as kids. But kids, that's how that's how school works. Kids punch each other. That's what they do. Well...
2: Know? To be fair, okay, is it going up? Is it worse than it used to be? Well, that's a that's a fair question, but I don't know that this news article or this statement from these teachers necessarily is making a case for that, you know what I mean? Like they they sound like they're just working on anecdotal evidence that says, "Well, kids seem more violent than they used to be." I'd like to see some research that looks at it. And how are they evaluating that aggression? Because as I've said, there's a really good book called Grand Theft Childhood, which looks at these studies that supposedly show that kids become more aggressive when they play violent video games. And the way they measure the aggression, for instance, in one of the studies is you push a button that makes noise. And if you do that more, then you're more aggressive. I'm sorry. That's not a meaningful measure of aggression. I saw a study last week. And you know what that study said? Children aged
1: five children aged five to ten only spend something like four percent of their time playing video games on average. Serious? Yeah. And That's the rest funny. of the time something like forty five percent of the time free time was spent watching the TV. Ugh. And that There's and that video <laughs> games. Yeah, the video games was a very small box, like a bunch of nerds. Yeah, a very small percentage. And then she went on to then say this Oh, this even really does really annoy me. Obesity, social exclusion, loneliness, physical fitness, sedentary solitary lives, these are all descriptions of children who are already hooked on games. Sadly, there is a notable correlation between the children who admit to playing games and those who come to school really tired. But whose fault is it? It's the parents. You cannot blame video games and you cannot blame the kids. The only people you
2: can blame are the parents for not parenting the kids. Of course. And I mean, to be fair, like, uh, again, the question is, well, as with the correlation, always, and this is true about more aggressive kids, because the Grand Theft Childhood researchers did find a correlation between kids who were aggressive in real life, you know, kids that got in trouble, kids that got suspended from school, things like that, and the kids who played violent video games. The question is, does the game cause the kid to be more violent? Or do kids who are more prone to violence get drawn to violent video games. And I'm inclined to say it's the latter. I mean, there's an interplay. Surely it's circular. Nothing in the world is just one thing or the other. However, we don't want to paint with too broadly a brush. And most of the time, just as with drug use, you know, these things are symptomatic. They are ways that people's frustration manifests. And usually video games, at least, are a way of people coping with that frustration. You know, whatever the deep thing is in the kid's life that makes them act up and lash out at the world, the games are another way of coping with that. Possibly,
1: but I still come back to the fact that no matter which way you look at this, The only people to blame in any of this, if that is the case, is the parents of these kids. I agree. You know, I'm sorry. And the most responsible parents when it comes to video games are people like me who play video games. Uh And we understand it a
2: whole lot better. At the end of the day, you turn them off and you go, come on, let's go roller skating for some exercise. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I mean,
1: we go cycling, we go roller skating. Millie's you know,
2: like, no, you know, I'm sick of roller skating. Yeah. Shut up.
1: Put on your skate. Now, interestingly, right, I went to. But they hurt, Daddy. They hurt. Put <laughs> on. Oh, I- Millie's, Millie's school is like a, a center of excellence for Apple. So they have all Mac computers. And all the kids in, in year six uh, get an iPod Touch each
0: really?
1: as a freebie. Yeah. So they, they just sort of get that given to them. And part of that is I the parents. This. I know. Lucky are they these days. I hate all those
4: kids. I, I
1: hate know. all of those. Kids. I know. Uh, as part all of them. that, want to go in that school and go? I hate every little last one of you. Do you know? Let's see what they say. We went. We went to. Um, I had Especially. to go to an internet safety talk. Right? Because you have to go. It, if, it's,
2: it's dangerous if, for Don't your kid, it.
1: For your kid to get an iPod Touch, you have to go to this internet safety talk. Right. <laughs> And, uh, do you know, it was the weirdest thing, right? Because one of the questions he asked, he went through quite a few sort of internet situations and social networking and how people can be groomed and all this sort of stuff, right? And he said, and there was, there was about, probably about 30 or 40 parents sat there, right? And he said, who in this room has put a video on YouTube? And guess what? I was the only person who put my hand up out of 40 parents. I was the only person sat there who'd, who'd actually done that. What
4: video have you put on? you?
1: Oh, yeah. I've oh, put a few on there. No, not too many, but I have put a few on YouTube. I've done it. Um, yeah. But it was, I, I sat there... I bought, just...
4: I some... But we haven't talked about it. We never talk about the YouTube Veteran Gamers channel because I put in a lot of work but we never talk about it because you have
1: nothing to do with it. But we won't mention it because I'm not a bit about it at all. Go on. <laughs> what I was going to say is... I sat there and looked around that room and was quite amazed at how ignorant of technology all those parents were sat there. Because some of them... No, some of them hadn't even... Like, even when he was sort of going through, you could see all these blank faces looking
2: at it like they had no idea what their kids were doing online.
1: No idea
2: yeah I mean that's probably true but you can't say that just because they haven't put up a YouTube video no absolutely
1: not but there was other stuff he said and you could see all the blank faces like I don't really know what that is uh, yeah. but what was quite kind of cool about it he talked a little bit about consoles and social stuff and he actually went through all the safety stuff that's available on the 360 and the PS3 you know all of the, the password protection that you can do the sort of you know friends if, if you let them have them and approve it and he went through all that stuff and I was quite impressed because he did one sort of say, don't let your kids play video games, or all this is bad for them. He just went through, you know, you can set a timer on it so they can only play so much a day, and all this stuff. And he
2: went through all See, the, the... that. That stuff, I think, is important. It's very parents good. Parents need to. It, it parents need to really know about that and and use those tools because you know. Kids will just sort of do whatever they want to do forever unless parents step in and go, no, you need to go out and get some exercise or whatever. I should talk. I'm the least exercising person on the planet. But I was impressed. I was impressed that he was, going, he was
1: trying to educate the parents rather than sort of preach to them You know yeah, he was saying, yeah. look. you know if
2: they play gaming consoles in all of these situations is that education is going to do so much more than chastising people people don't generally change their life or what they do because they feel you know guilty or ashamed of how they're doing it the wrong way they need to be told how to do it the right way they need to get the tools and the tools need to be easy to use and accessible
1: absolutely i mean it, it isn't so long ago that kids were watching wrestling on the telly and acting out the moves in the playground you know and and that's what kids do. They copy yeah, stuff. Absolutely, you know. Anyway, I'm angry now, so I'm going to move on. Kids and I'm going to get, like, I'm going to get even angrier now. You wouldn't right, like Stu right. when he's angry. I know, and I'm going to get angry we, now.
4: We're going to talk about the YouTube video. No, we won't. No, no we'll fine. do that. Don't worry. No. I was, no. you now, no. right, no, hey, 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 hey
1: enough. had you not done hey. up, I was going to call, you know, I was going to give you a shout out at the end for your YouTube wow. video. At the end, at the end. That it's when... time oh,
2: okay. for a Colbert end. Rapport shout
1: out. Hey! At the... At the I'll the tell end. you what, look, right, just get it Ended off the At the end Jeannie, right. just, I'll just, tell you what. I'll just go you what, through. You know it. what? Just do it. You know
4: what? It's not a big deal.
1: Just do it. Deal. Just do it. Right, it's too <laughs> late <laughs> now. Do it. Now. Six hours. No, we're waiting now. Just do it. Six hours It
4: took me in that video. Absolutely. Just do it.
1: Just do it. Come on. Get don't worry about chest. it.
4: Don't worry about it. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> Stop. Get, Get a off- new video on Metro Gamers' YouTube
0: channel.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anybody's noticed. Are you going to give any details? Uh,
0: uh, it's,
4: it's about me. It's three, surprisingly. <laughs> um, and uh, it's not its not my best work. It's not my best work. Oh, it's fine. But uh, it's okay. It's not bad. Um... <laughs> If anybody's interested in the Max Payne 3 multiplayer, I'll ask you two guys. Have you watched it, first of all? Yes. I, like
2: I have. That's very good. Right. Yep. Um, I wanted to start the show by discussing it, but Stu was like, no. Bullet time, well, yeah. baby.
1: If that, that
2: would have been a good one. You, well. you well, never
1: mentioned but... <laughs> it. You liar. So, yeah. I wasn't even here at the start of the show. No, we were just berating you, by the way. I apologize for the nasty things I said about you.
2: <laughs> I don't apologize. <laughs> there you go. Um,
4: Straight back from work. Easter Sunday. I did, I did actually Easter call, Sunday. I've been working all day on Easter Sunday, right? And I get shit
1: for not being here. So, <laughs> anyway... Enough, that, um, was, that word was bandied about, and I also compared you to a bowel movement. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, well, the
4: trailer, the, the new video is about the Max Payne 3 multiplayer. Now, if anybody's kind of thinking, oh, Max Payne 3, that'll be good, I generally think about a single player as everybody else does I think with Max Payne first time that Max Payne 3 is going to have a multiplayer this multiplayer is going to have that clan support that will be transferred into GTA 5 they don't talk about it in this trailer but if you don't know anything about the multiplayer check it out check out the, the main trailer as well because I think people might be surprised it does look a lot like Uncharted to be fair uh, which I noticed after I finished the video but um, yeah I mean it's it's interesting well, to Uncharted excited with, for a multiplayer.
1: with bullet time though
4: yeah yeah and they come, up, they come up with a way to fix bullet time for multiplayer, because bullet time for multiplayer is tricky, because how do you do it? How do you slow down time for one person and not for another? Very tricky to do. Um, but they, they figured it out a way, and we'll see if it works. Struggle Hold tried it, it didn't work. But, yeah, we'll see. We'll see.
1: Now, I was going to move on to something else, but before I do that, seeing as you've mentioned that, Uh, Max Payne's coming to the iPhone and the iPad. The original Max Payne. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. That is cool, isn't it? It, It's amazing to think that a game like Max Payne can run on an iPhone. You know what I mean? Because when that came out, it was a pretty Uh, big game.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's a pretty big game. The fact it runs at all is amazing to me. You know, that games like that can run on a little handheld device now. I remember back in the day when Max Payne came out, my computer wouldn't run it, and it would get past the opening cutscene and then just turn off. And I just got really annoyed at it. So, anyway. But, no, what I wanted to get to, right, what's made me really angry this week, along with the teacher comments and stuff. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Bioware have caved in they've caved
0: yeah, in uh,
1: now they're not going to they're not going to change the ending of Mass Effect 3 but what they're going to do is release it's DLC what? called the extended cut uh, to give more closure to the game um <sighs> And I'm just like, so it'll be extended cutscenes at the end and sort of more stuff answered,
4: whatever. See, it
2: makes me think I need to play it now before this comes out because I don't want to see no extended nothing. I want to know what people are angry don't about. Download, don't download the... DLC? <laughs> Is it a patch? No, Is it... it's, a DLC?
1: no it's DLC. It's, it's DLC. DLC. It's... Don't download the DLC. Well, the DLC. Yeah. yeah. But why, right, it's like saying, right, going to Stephen King and going, do you know what, I read the stand, but I wasn't too happy with the ending. Can you, can you give me a bit yes. more?
2: And you know what else? You know what? This is going... You know who's going to make this happy? You know who this is going to make happy? No one. No one's going to be happy about it. No, because they'll find issues with whatever the DLC is. They'll well, just moan about they, that. Even if they like this, they're not going to... They should have been out, and your first name came out. This is, this is a dumb move because it's caving, but it's also not going to make anybody happy.
1: No, they should have just gone, well, whatever, get over it. Yeah. It's a game. get get a grip move on to the next thing because that's all people will do by the time this comes out in the summer everyone will have forgotten about it anyway and won't give a shit Mm. you know what i mean it's just like because who's going to put that game back in and go oh i just want to see what really happened at the end what's all that about Uh, i don't know i just i just think they shouldn't have done this because look right whether it's video games or books or films or whatever it is, right? It is what it is, you know, just to accept that's what it is, whether they, you like it or not, that's the end of it, you know? It's like, like I said, you know, you wouldn't tell a, an author to change the end of the book, you
2: wouldn't go to a filmmaker and... I mean, to be fair, there have been – this has happened in other media. When Heinrich Ibsen's play, The Doll's House, was going to be performed in Germany, a German actress said, I would never do what this woman does at the end of the play. I demand that it get changed. And because he had already agreed to let other people have the rights to the story, he knew that if he didn't make the change, someone, other mediocre writer, would do it. And so he agreed to change it. I guess, but it's a bit like thing to do. It's a, it should never happen, but it no, has it. But I guess some,
1: some films have the ending changed at test screenings, you know, because yeah, obviously, will but obviously... But that's,
2: that's, but that's
1: different, though, because obviously that's before it's actually released, isn't it? And they sort of go, you know, because there was no I Am Legend had two endings. Yeah. You know, and it's it sort of stuff like that. And we get that, you know, because it's... it's, it's uh, going back to the, the best film ever made, Back to the Future,
4: in Back <laughs> to the Future 2, in the test screening, uh, there's a deleted scene where, when, when Biff has gone back to 1955 to give himself the almanac almanac. All right, he comes back into 2015 uh, but the deleted scene is him disappearing because the, and that confused the audience even though it's correct in the story right, it confused the audience because it didn't get it and it confused them and they took that out, which is why you make a test screen, because you don't want to confuse your audience which is um, when you're wrapped up in your own fiction
2: yeah I can, well, I can surely that, but you know what that's that's kind of different from the way a lot of test screening works because as bill hicks pointed out in uh basic instinct a lot of the lesbian sex scenes were taken out because the test screeners were turned off by them and bill hicks said boy do i not have my pulse on the finger of the american uh media going public yeah but surely
1: right when when they were playtesting Mass Effect 3, they must have got a lot of opinions of yeah, the end. that's what
2: the testing's for.
1: Yeah, and, and they must have been happy with the, you know, with what people thought about it, because otherwise they they would have done this first, or maybe they didn't have time, I don't know, maybe they did get negative stuff, I don't know. But for me, I thought it was fine. I, I really didn't have a problem with it, you know, and I, I really don't understand. What I don't understand is the vehemence of the reaction, because, you know... It it may not be the best ending to a game trilogy in the world ever, right? It may not be, but it's better than Return of the Jedi. You know what I mean? And that's that's the
2: way I look at it. You know, everyone. <laughs> wait, 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 Stop. What? What's your problem with Return? The movie Return of the Jedi? Come on, Ewoks, man. Come on. Hey, come on. Hey, the Ewoks are all right. No, they're not. The little I
1: mean, the little teddy bears, mum. He works. Anyway,
2: cute, and they're designed to I'm not going to lie, but but they're okay. Do you know what amazes Bob? Bob, you know off? You know
0: it's chic. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's
2: supposed to be the place where the Wookiees come from, but then they thought Wookiees aren't cute enough, so we need to do something cute. cute yeah, let's have something cute. <laughs> do you know what? The, you know what- <laughs> Death Star. Dude, we need things
1: in the world, Stew. Whatever. Do you know what the worst thing about this is? You're right? a robot. Yeah, whatever. Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know? What, do, you know, what, do, you know what, do you know what? I just want to kick one of those little Ewoks walks into touch. What the hell's wrong? I want to kick a pigeon. I want to. I want to punt it yeah.
0: through my the goalpost,
2: man. A kick. <laughs> but, but anyway, it points for the distance exactly. and the, pitch, the squawk. I, I reckon they
1: could fly a fair distance, them I mean, as well. They look hefty. You're you know? A sick person, Stu. You need help. But I'd be worried that I'd get my foot stuck up with the bum. And I'd just end up with one
4: to stuck on the no, <laughs> enemy okay, foot.
2: Moving on.
4: <laughs> I do you have a problem with the, uh, the old Ewoks winning that battle? Whatever. Because if, if a lot of them came up to me <laughs> yeah, right, and said, well, we're going to have a war
1: with you, I'd be like, okay. right, <laughs> right, I'm fine. No, no problem. Yeah, can you imagine, like, here's a stormtrooper. I'm going to have a slingshot with a stone in. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway,
2: Just haters, man. But it's anyway,
1: like... the point is right. The point. <laughs> the point is right. The other thing I thought about, right, is we go to Metacritic. Yeah, if you look at nearly all of the AAA A films that come out, right, what you would consider AAA A films, only a really, really small percentage of those films, like get a score probably above seven. On Metacritic, you know, over seventy. You know, the vast majority yeah. of films uh, get crap full, score. Film
4: Metacritics, film Metacritic's and you know, rotten potato, rotten, rotten, rotten tomato. Rotten Tomatoes, they're really, uh, they're they're really uh, cruel for some reason. Yeah, they're just always cruel. I don't know why. But people don't go.
1: Do you know? Actually, I want my money back because because there was Amazon. I believe and this is absolutely true. We're giving people the money back for Mass Effect Three. I tell Even you what, right? That's just the most this up. ridiculous thing I want ever. I wasn't going to bring this comparison up because I was going to
4: do a little thing about it, a video about it. But I, the way it sounds is I'm going to compare this to the Lost ending. Yeah. Right? Because they're very similar. All right? Um, you invested a lot of time into it. They're both very entertaining along the way. Right? Um Both of them made some mistakes along the way. But overall... Very entertaining, great, can't wait to see how they conclude it. Very disappointing ending for most people. Right? Not for all, for most. But the difference is and I don't understand why, but the people who watch Lost don't write to Lost and go, <laughs> Hey, change the ending. But the people who play Mass Effect feel like they have some sort of right. They people gamers feel like they have more of a right than viewers do. Right? And they they had they for some reason feel like they've got this right to change the game. Why do you think gamers feel like they have more of a right to change a game than TV viewers or film viewers? Why do you think that is?
1: I've no idea. I guess I guess the only thing I can think of is the amount of time that you invest in that.
2: But look at Lost. Oh Six yeah! Seasons.
1: Yeah, it was a lot of Six a lot of time seasons. invested.
2: All yeah. oh, the three stars. This Simpson guy writes letters to movies. Dear Die Hard, you rock, especially when that guy was on the roof. P.S. Do you know Mad Max? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dear Lost, why did you suck at the
4: end?
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: No, actually, to be fair, it'd probably be about the same amount of time, wouldn't it? You know, cause yeah, it's I mean, like it's an hour and a half. It's about the same oil. amount of time. I
4: adored Lost. I thought it was great. I mean, the ending wasn't, you know, the the best ending in the world, but it didn't offend me in any way, like like it did some people. Because again, I had a great journey. It was like, you know, whatever. But I, I don't know why. Do, why do gamers feel like they've got more of a right? Why do they feel like they can? What well, is it because I, they? Is it because they know that with Lost they can't just go? Oh, here's some DLC. Here's some extra shit at the end of uh, the, after the ending, uh, where you know we find out more about soil yeah. or whatever.
2: And I would say that video game companies have made an effort to appear as though and and to really present the appearance of being responsive to what fans want. And True. they do True. a lot of work reaching out to people on an individual level. And as a result, I think gamers have this feeling, you know, I mean, Gabe Newell, you'll never have a director in a movie. Well, it's very unlikely you would have a director in a movie say on a commentary, here's my email, tell me what you think. But Gabe Newell did that on the Portal 2 commentary. That's, that's, That's the difference. If he was talking about
4: any other show or any other film, I would agree because that's a very good point but I don't think it applies with Lost because the writers of the show in the behind the scenes and the commentary talk about how how they received feedback yeah. on the show. Now, it's not as immediate right, right. Um, as but it would did, be on a game they where they respond to it, they did but, care. But they did, people said, I want to see more Jacob huh. next season. And they did. Okay, and they, and they did. They showed more Jacob. That's they explained Jacob a little bit more. Hmm. So they did do it. It's a good point, and I think you are right. Right, well, with the gaming audience, like they, they know they're going to, they, they have more right, they're more aware of it. Yeah. with the viewing audience, they're not yeah. so much aware. It's a lot more of a minority.
1: You sort of touched on what I was going to say to a little bit of an extent. So but I figured it out before you, but you not, didn't say Not it first. really. That means I figured it out. Because I think it's this. Right. What did I come on the shelf for? Gamers are like a very concentrated, large amount, of, it's almost like a huge group. Of people. A big cyst. It's like a big cyst and we're all concentrated on one thing which is playing games. People who watch the TV come from all walks of life and it's not anyone in particular and it's not like a group of people. So it doesn't have as much power for something like TV whereas with gamers we are and, and once... <laughs> Once one person started dissenting or being negative, it soon catches fire on Twitter, Facebook, blogs, websites, whatever, and travels very quickly. And and I think that's probably the biggest difference. That it's almost like a union. You know, we're almost like a union of people where we have some sort of power because there's so many I mean, of us out there. Us
2: very disorganized, and we don't use that power nearly as well as we should. No, but it happens. But it's also if I'm
4: a member of a union. That this is one screwed-up union.
2: <laughs> no, but you understand what I mean. It, it I is almost like that mentality. If we have some sense of our collective ability to make changes happen. We are like the Borg. <laughs> we will be assimilated. Affirmative
1: you know <laughs> that
0: works and I, I think down. that's
1: I think that's partly some of it, and also you know to a certain extent um like t v shows for instance rely on money from advertisers to make their money you know yeah, and t v networks whereas game companies and publishers rely solely almost entirely on us buying the games.
2: Yeah and but they keep oh, that, uh, the ads into the games anyway. They're getting money to those ads.
1: Absolutely, I don't disagree, but that's additional income.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The majority of their money comes from revenue from game sales. There's no doubt about it. And
1: I think that's the other the other difference is like, you know, we have that power because they know if if they release a game, and this is why I guess games get better scores on Metacritic than movies, because ultimately, you know that movie's been made. Once it's been done, that money's gone into it. It doesn't make any difference and, you know, everybody's been paid. Whereas with games, you know, they, they have to sell those games because next time if that game doesn't sell, the company will be closed down. You know, or it just, you know, it'll go under or whatever and they won't get to make another game. And that's, that's probably the biggest difference, I think. Bye-bye, company. Yeah. So there you go. Anyway, that's sort of it for the Interesting middle. Interesting chat there, Jeez. Stuart. Stuart. It is. but well, that's it for the middle There's of... There's a new video on YouTube. Yeah, that, let's not forget that. That's it for the middle of the show. And, uh, yeah, we'll uh, move on to emails.
0: <laughs>
1: okay, here we go. <laughs> that was very weird. Uh... Uh, Yes, our first one is, as always, uh, from Jason Nogola. Our regular, he sends one every, sometimes two. Sometimes two, but this week it's one. Uh, And he says this, uh, the title is, I found a time machine, so can you. Hmm. So he says, my dearest diva, deviant, and common villager. Uh, Stu has a time machine and probably didn't even realize it. I opened my 3DS, went to the eShop, and downloaded Super Mario Bros., Zelda, Metroid, and Punch-Out, and Bike. As soon as I booted up Super Mario, I felt something strange. I hope it weren't in his pants. That's all I can say. <laughs> At first, I thought it was just the bourbon Man. talking, but no. I had been transported back to my junior high days of the 80s. If you had a time machine and could take it back to relive a moment in gaming, what era would it be and which games would you play? Also, would you punch out Biff? So there you go. That's the first bit of his email. Ah. So if you had a time machine and you could take it back to the future... Oh back to the past. Earth Angel, yeah. Earth Angel. Which moment <laughs> in? So, be so he's not asking us, like, you know, what console or what game or what. Just a moment in gaming that you can remember back in the day. One moment.
2: Hmm. Probably the NES, because it was the first time we had really good games in the home. And there was something magical about, you know, Zelda and. I think the age I was at, I was really starting to understand the nature of storytelling in games. And those early games didn't have great stories, but they really, for the first time, I mean, you know, the Intellivision and the Atari never really had stories. And at least, you know, with Zelda, we had some kind of story. We had an attachment that went beyond playing it all in one sitting. And I think that was a really magical transition moment. Cool. Uh,
1: Chidi, what would it
4: be for you? Um, it wouldn't be that far back, actually. I think uh, if I could write myself down a list, right, go back and then give myself like the the, the play, play this list in 2006, right? And just go, go, hey, the, these list of Xbox games and PS3 games are going to be class. So you should play these instead of um, Bayonetta.
1: Go. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> well, mine I've sort of got two because obviously I always have to be different, but. One would be... You I forgot know. You forgot to say awkward. There was, a, there was a pub. There was a pub in Maudsley where I, brought, where I was brought up. And Next door to you, I believe, Stu. I remember going there as a tiny kid, and it was such a cool place to go when you were a kid because it were all smoky and smelt of beer and stuff, right? And they had a tap room, and in the tap room they had a tabletop asteroids. You know, like one of the ones that was like a table, but it was a video game. You remember right. those? And you could put your drink on top and play a video game, looking down at it. It had a TV Uh, screen inside it. And recently, I nearly, nearly bought one on eBay. There was one for sale, a a Space Invaders one. And it it was about 100 quid, but it needed a new glass and it needed new wood. But it worked. Apparently, it was in working condition, but obviously needed a lot of restoring. And I nearly, nearly sort of bid for it because it was so cool to see something um... like that.
4: Remember when we was in Eurogame and we saw those people that restore... Yeah, well, they, they stopped, were that's how they started their company. Yeah. But they ended up just making it from scratch. Yeah. Like arcade were... machine stuff. We saw one of those top... We ...tabletop
1: Yeah. Good. They are cool. But yeah, I nearly bought it because I thought that'd be cool, but I have nowhere to put it. If I had a bigger house...
0: Oh!
1: Sorry. I'd have, <laughs> I'd have probably bought it. Uh, but the other... The other... If I could go back in time... <laughs> My cousin, <laughs> my
2: cousin, my cousin John. Came from quite a wealthy family, oh, you know. Now, that that's right. not Stu stuttering there. That's his name. We refer to him as my cousin, my cousin, my cousin John. My cousin
1: John. Uh, he, he came from quite a wealthy family. His, his mum and dad had both had really good jobs. And before I got my ZX Spectrum, he had one. But he had everything. Like He had every game available. All new. No. Not, not copied. They were like the original games. Um, Rob. Once every so often... I would be asked round for tea on a Saturday night and we used to just sit and play like every game on his spectrum like for hours and it was just so, and I just remember it being so cool, you know, that he had all the games and stuff and he used to be like, you know, like when you go somewhere and it's like, you know, like if you went in a candy shop and he just went, go mad, have whatever you want. Well, it it was a bit like that with games because he had like every game. I'd
2: have the, uh, I'd have the tilt. (laughs) <laughs> See, that's funny too that you mentioned that because when I was a kid, we used to – every time I had a birthday party, we went to the local arcade and for a while when we were growing up, they would – during a birthday party, let, they would just turn the machines on and just punch in credits and you could play them as much as you wanted for like an hour or whatever. And then I remember there was a point at which they switched to every kid got a roll of tokens and you you could play as much until those tokens ran out. And I remember it being kind of a ripoff because I was like, dude, it was. Because it was so freeing, that moment of being. I had an hour to just go crazy and play all the games I wanted in that hour. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, that's what Duchess just, just said. I'm, I'm probably the reason they changed it. This kid played these games for six seconds each. He went running around from machine to machine. We
4: could have made this much money.
2: Yeah, exactly. Lost revenue once again, man. But you see, that's.
1: You know, there's a there's a little sort of cinema, and I know I'm sure you've said this before that they do this, but I've never seen it anywhere else. It's true. But there's, at, there's uh, a... at the showcase showcase cinema in Dudley. Right? Is that what they do there uh, before the film starts? You know what I'm going to say, gonna hey, say gonna... don't you?
4: <laughs> yeah, you, you can hire out a cinema uh, yep. to play games, and but well, it doesn't say you, it just says you can hire out a cinema for conferences and such, right? Um, but there's a picture of people playing games on it.
1: Yeah. So it's like, hey, play
0: well, there's one in Longridge. Like, us will
1: do the same? birthday
4: parties things like that
1: how cool is that though playing like Call of Duty on a huge massive gigantic cinema screen it oh, would be yeah. kind of cool kind of cool I'd want to play LA Noir <laughs> Actually, that would be cool, wouldn't it? Because it is like a movie, I suppose. <laughs> Bullshit! Yeah, can you imagine, though? You go in and go, uh, I'm, I don't really want to play multiplayer. I want to play L.A. War, So if you come back in about, I don't know, 20 or 30 hours, you know, I should be just about finished.
4: <laughs> this is your one chance to play a video game or cinema. What do you want to play? L.A. <laughs>
1: so anyway, to carry on, Uh, He says, I recommend the 3DS and above-mentioned eShop games, but then again, I love Junior High. Also, this isn't a book podcast, but a good book recommendation entitled Ready Player One. Check it
2: out. So there you go. I think that book's stupid, and anybody who likes it is stupid. There you go. Why is that, Duke? (laughs) Because you like it, don't you? I don't like it. This is, I thought, this you is were, I thought you were one of the other people who recommended that book. I hear it's really good. I actually think it's be awesome. I've never rec- I don't know what it is. What I book is it? It's
1: about No, it. for the Win is the one I keep telling you about.
2: I, I don't I don't listen to you. Um, but no actually. What book is it? It's called Ready, Ready Player one. one. It's about this fantasy world, sort of wow like uh, but it's sort of matrix ish because people are like living in this world, I think. And the is guy was the land. I don't know all these weird things you're talking about. Shush. Adults are talking. Um, And so the the game was designed by this like Willy Wonka-esque guy who, when he dies, he leaves all these clues about this puzzle for people. And then whoever solves the puzzle first gets to be, the owner of this world or whatever it is. So it sounds like a pretty cool idea and it's apparently filled with 1980s pop culture references and stuff, so I would like to read it at some point. I've heard good things, not just from him. Is it called up there, Barry? <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. But yeah, for the win, yeah. you need to read that. You'll like it. Uh,
2: right? Here we go again. Uh, you love it. Oh, yeah, I know what that one is. It I makes
0: sure. money out of World of Warcraft. <laughs> I read it on my iPod. <laughs>
2: anyway, he
1: carries on. Uh, Vlados, please, can you feel the love tonight? Vlados, please, I beg you, please let me hear your sweet, sweet voice one more time.
0: <laughs> Freaky.
1: Away <laughs> from <whoop>. you, creep. <laughs> whoop! What was that, Vlados?
3: Suck my ass.
0: <laughs> I think hey. that's what he's after, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it
1: might be. I do <laughs> um, Whoop up is my indie game pick, so that's what we did. Cool as that. Uh, if you like breaking balls and bouncing bricks, you'll love this one. Uh, Shout-outs oh, to Duke... She like breaking balls. She should be nicer to people.
3: No, I will not be nicer to people. Ugh.
1: Shout-outs to Duke and the Daddy's new podcast. Well, not quite mine, because mine wasn't real. It was all made up. Uh, yeah. I know, I can't believe people would actually listen to that. It's just that's the weirdest thing. Anyway, I'm flattered. I am flattered, but it's not real. Um, where is Mike's? Uh, they've got so much to say. Well, that is sort of true. And as that stupid furrier on my ocarina of time, playtime keeps telling me, "Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. Hey. listen,
4: listen. Why are you trying to kill me?
1: Listen." <laughs> so, uh, thank you for that, Jason. Very cool. Just the year the blacksmith. Okay, (laughs) so the next, (laughs) listen, so the next email is from Mr. Pink (laughs) Tata That's a great name. That's easy for you to say. You have a cool name. I'm Mr. Pink. Yeah, Mr. Pink. Uh, Why can't I pick my own color? <laughs> uh, everybody always wants to be Mister Black. Now, no, we tried it one
2: time. and Everyone Mister Black.
1: I'm not. I am slightly worried that this guy's a schizophrenic. Um, but will well, we'll, or multiple personality disorder? They're not the same thing. Potentially, sure you- potentially. But anyway, he says this carefully. We, or at least I, listen to your awesome podcast over here in Canada and enjoy it very much. I love the show almost as much as I love maple syrup. Almost. Ha ha. I find the show has a fine balance between game facts, current tidbits, and lots of laugh out loud throughout. I know it must be hard doing a show a week, but the content is good, and I can't get enough. I don't know where I you guys. In, uh, it must be hard doing a podcast a week with Stu. Uh, that, that, is, uh, <laughs> that is true. I don't know where you uh, guys get the time, uh, but but keep up the good work.
2: We make time. Damn it!
1: I know. We just make. We just make. make time. Time. You, you well, just
2: call me up when I'm
1: working. <laughs> uh, quick facts about me. I am 35 years old, married with children. Uh, cue the intro song, Duke.
2: What? What are we? Am I cueing
1: The intro song, apparently.
2: <laughs> oh, wait. That's the old bad intro song. Here's the good one. You ready? Yeah. Yeah, we don't have a lot of time, let me just fast yeah, forward. Just,
1: yeah, you just got cool there.
0: Welcome yeah, the
1: just cut, just cut, cool. cool.
4: We should do the whole show like that. Yeah, that
2: would be <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way we ran the process, that's
4: uh, uh, I've been playing Rage, the open world doesn't work really well. Shout out to you, we've got a new YouTube video, everybody's oh, really gonna, and it's Joggy
2: for the win. <laughs> hey, no, yeah we don't. Yeah, so Can I just say, say five minutes was talking about nothing? Can I just say,
1: did anyone else notice as he slowed down to say YouTube video? Did you notice that? Like this, like this, like this. <laughs> anyway, he says, um, yeah, I, I like Halo, Splinter Cell and GTA, just to name a few. Because of your show, I've tried playing more indie games and just tried Bird Assassin. It made me laugh. Bird Assassin's awesome. Yeah, that's yeah, about that's it. Cheers, Pink. Um, talking of crazy Canadians, actually, I should just quickly mention this. I did interview the Silver Dollar Games uh, guys, uh, Dave oh, and John, and it was really good. So if you haven't listened to it, because obviously this will be Friday, potentially, you need to go back and download the show I put up on Wednesday. Because it was really good. So, and it's only 35 minutes, but it was a really good 35 minutes. It was a good interview, so go back and listen the to best that.
2: best 35 minutes of your life, people.
1: Yeah, it was good, and it's worth listening to. It was very, very good.
2: Okay, here we go. Next one is, is this. Jesus.
1: Next one is this. Is it, it as good as Jesus? Yeah, it was easily as good as Jesus. He died he, for our sins, you know. <laughs> it was better. It was better than Jesus. Sorry, I've just been overcome by the... What? Wait! I'm no missionary. I don't even
0: believe in
1: Jeebus. Actually, that reminds Sorry, me... I've just been overcome by the love of our Lord. I know. That reminds me of a tweet I saw today, actually. Do you want to you hear the tweet I saw today? <laughs>
0: uh, oh, save me, Jeebus!
1: Jesus loves you. A nice gesture in church. A horrific thing to hear in a Mexican prison. go. So <laughs>
2: So there you go. See, it was good. It was good, you see? Uh, anyway. Still, the the effectiveness of a joke is great. Nobody was good. <laughs> no, he's funny. Oh, he's funny. See? see, it's <laughs> see? It see? See? funny. See, it's funny. Uh, now, Duke, <laughs> Duke,
4: in all fairness, I believe George Colin did that after every punchline. <laughs> see, you see. Isn't <laughs> that funny, <laughs> the
1: thing I just said? i tell you more. Did you
4: notice that pun?
1: <laughs> anyway. Uh, The next email is this. As it happens, I haven't sent you this. Um, But anyway, it says, sound clip from last show. Okay. And this is from uh, Jerry (laughs) Stirr.
0: Don't make me break my foot off in your ass! (laughs) he
1: says, says, hello, gentlemen. Hello. I just finished listening Uh... to show 117, and it was excellent as ever. There's one little bit while you were discussing Mass Effect Three that had me oh, literally yeah. laughing out loud at my desk. I've heard this. I read this email, listened to it, and then listened to the podcast again. Actually, can you, exactly can you can you play the clip? Can you have you got that? Can you line that up the, and play? You're talking it? about because you might be able to stick it in. Ah, oh, probably take too long. Anyway, it's just a two second clip it. from the show, but I can't seem to stop laughing every time I hear it. It's now the error message sound on my PC, much better than the default bleep. I've attached it for your listening pleasure. Not hating on you, I just find this sound hilarious. Keep... Send it to me. <laughs> I, can't, I can't be bothered. Just a minute. I'll tell
2: take... you listeners. It's two seconds, man. That's It'll take me ages. Go to the trouble of attaching it. Just forward me the email. Oh,
1: just a minute. Oh actually I could do that. It's probably easier. Just do that. Just a minute and oh God loves. Well,
2: uh, uh, the
4: reason why you made this noise was um, you were very unhappy that like you couldn't reach the poss- best possible ending in Mass Effect 3, ah. right? And you, you said, oh, I can't reach possible because I need 5,000 whatever points. And I said, oh, well, because you needed to play the co-op. And I said, well, you would have got the better ending if you just cooperated with other people. That's how the story unfolds. If you'd have just worked
1: with other people, then you would have got the best ending. And then at that point, you made the noise. What? Now this is where Duke's, Duke's pop- about to play. But can I just mention, actually, I never said this when I was talking about Mass Effect 3. I did get the best ending, even though I hadn't hit five thousand. And the only thing different from looking on YouTube was a two-second extra beat. Fantastic! And that's the only difference. Right. I, I did. Here, I here we go. Oh. So,
0: uh,
1: <laughs> yep. So can we can we just play that again? Because I did get some sort of weird thing just happened.
0: Here we go. Oh. Uh, sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sounds a lot alike. That last part, especially. Oh, oh, you sound like a goat.
1: Do you know, I love that, but I think it is kind of weird that every time he gets an error message on his PC, he'll hear that. (laughs) Here's you. I know. I'm immortalized. (laughs) Yeah. Very odd. Anyway, thank you for that. It is kind of cool that you'll hear me and I'm not offended at all. Whatever. I am. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Anyway, this is the last email tonight. That's a wrap, yo. Uh <laughs> this is yeah, this is from John Wilson. And he says this. And he's from the play vault, guys, and the podcast and website and all that kind of good stuff. But he says this John O. John, says, uh,
4: John, John, John O John o, uh, uh, I'm having a lot of things. What is wrong with you? No, I, was, I was I was I was looking at a lot of flashes, I was getting
0: That
4: Nobody helped.
1: He says this, John, right. John Mouse, he's a Villa fan, by the way. Shut up. Are you listening? He says this. <laughs> all right, guys, Duke's rap was right, shit. It. Oh, no, you didn't. The lyrics made me feel sick and made me feel woozy. No, actually, he didn't say that. He said this, really. He said, he said, all right, guys, Duke's rap was brilliant. Yay. Lyrics so sick. They made me feel woozy. Hey, oh, yeah. yeah, whatever. Stroking his ego. Jesus. Thank please. you. Anyway, he I mean, says, I have not emailed for a while now, but I wanted to say Stew too human, was okay. I liked it. Uh, you had me and you lost me. If Chini does not like it either, I am going to have to retract the hashtag Chini is always right tag See, the thing is The thing is, the problem with the, the hashtag Chini is always
4: right is when people don't agree with me, they think that they're right, where they have to understand is... If they don't agree with me, that means they're wrong, and I <laughs> have to
1: change their opinion because I'm right. That's true. So get it straight, Jabe. Anyway, he said he'd have to replace it with hashtag too human is awesome and stew is wrong hashtag lol. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, Naruto is rubbish. And if I see anyone at Eurogamer dressed as Naruto, I may not be in control of my reactions, and anyone dressed as Naruto may get punched in the side of the head. Naruto annoys I me. I in the side of the <laughs> And I'm not quite sure why. And I said, well, G.H. Rocker might need to keep his head down. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> and then he wants to know, what days are you going to Stu Chini, The Play Vault will be there on Sunday uh, with our We Love Two Human t-shirts and where is our Trilogy logo hoodies. Please play out this show with Duke's rap over and out. No, we can't play that twice on the trot, no. Give me a break. What's wrong with you? I'm sorry. No, not not two weeks running. Two weeks running. No way. Uh, But, yes, we are at Eurogamer both Saturday and Sunday, and there'll be a lot of the veteran gamer dudes there, so we'll meet up, say hello, whatever. That's when we're going. So there you go. Dude. So to finish off tonight, we have got one egg timer topic. One little one. It's a little.
0: Egg, 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 egg time. Topics.
1: And this is off GH, Rocker.
0: <laughs>
1: it's off GH. And it's already getting a lot of tweets on the Twitter. It's got a lot of oh, tweets yeah, on Yeah, he's
2: Twitter. created a
1: buzz. He has. And he says this. Do you think saves and autosaves change the way we play games? Yes.
2: Yes. All right, now we got two minutes and 58 seconds to talk about it more.
1: <laughs> yeah, do you know... You see, so, I so, sh- you can't give a one-word answer. Ask. Absolutely the not. meant to ask was, Look, how do auto ah, Well, I don't... we have a conversation. Now, you see, interestingly... That doesn't change a health for you, Stu. No, I come from a PC background, and most PC no, you games allowed... Do. Yes, I do. Allowed you to save anywhere. When I started playing on a console more often... I was really shocked that I couldn't save anywhere and that I had to rely on game saves. And some of them are pretty crap. You know, depending on what game you play. But I don't think I don't tend to think about it too much. Having said that, with Mass Effect 3, I did use the back, you know, the back button quick save quite a lot. So, I don't know.
4: Oh, that's another thing about Rage actually, that it doesn't warn you very well is uh, saves. Um, it saves when before you go into a big area. Right? Yep. But whilst you're in that area, that could take about an hour, an hour and a half to kind of do. doesn't let you know that, hey, you should be saving. Which I kind of get because they come from a PC background. I totally get that. Um, But, yeah, so I've lost kind of a few hours
1: to some... But you can say, Can you not save anywhere in Rage? I thought you could save anywhere. Yeah, you can, but you you kind of not... You don't really do that in console games, you see. You see, I do because I was like... uh, You know, because I'm used to that, I suppose.
4: Yeah, well, like, I, I'm, I come from a PC background as well, Stu. Don't think you're all noble and stuff. But, uh, like, you know, for the last six, seven years, probably more than that, probably the last ten years, I, I don't, you know, play PC games anymore. Um, and that habit, that, that you know, habit has been drilled out of me. Um, and it was kind of... I had to kind of remember to do it again. Which, for Fallout 3, you, know, you still have to do and score him, obviously. But it didn't really tell you anything about that. You just I just had to kind of learn the hard way by losing like an hour of the game and doing it again. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It does change the way you play the game. You're a lot more indestructible. Uh, kind of when you got auto saved. Well, you save take risks. You don't yeah you take risks. And that, 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 that's that a was good the, that was that, that, that first minute after you've saved a game in Fallout Three or in you know Skyrim you're feeling destructible because at this first minute, it's like, oh, I can absolutely walk in this area and die now. I don't matter because I'm going to spawn right there. And then two rooms later, you're like, well, I better I better sort something out here because um, it's got to save again. So
2: Yeah. Yeah. Insurance policy because then you're not like, oh, I can't, you know, you, you can play around a little bit more because if something goes horribly wrong, you can just go back.
1: Mm. I think it's interesting where they position game saves sometimes as well because they'll position them... Obviously, usually at the start of a new area or a start of a new level or the start of a new bit of a level. can serve no purpose anymore. And often you'll carry on playing it longer than you would do normally because you get to a save and then you think, oh, I'll just play a bit. And then you sort of get, say, five minutes further on and then you think, oh, well, I can't stop playing now till I get to the next checkpoint. And you sort of do that and that sort of keeps yeah. you going along.
2: Well, and it seems also that the checkpoint system makes you, uh, like, if I'm, you know. Okay, it's you know I gotta what I don't know if I'm gonna be watching if I'm gonna have dinner coming soon if I've ordered dinner that's gonna come to the house soon, and I I sit down to play a game I'm not gonna start in a new section if I only have ten more minutes left to play you know what I mean because the checkpoint system I don't know how long it'll be until I can get to another checkpoint or till I get to a point place where I can save. Yeah, true enough, true enough.
1: <laughs> right. Uh well on that note we need to do some shout outs and get the hell out of here, so thank you very much for the question. So we'll come to you first, Chinny. Um, I want to shout it, Duke Scaff. Oh, you oh. may
4: know Duke. Uh whoops. Uh you may know Duke from uh the podcast that we do right now.
1: Duke Leo uh, Sound Effects.
4: That guy who plays a lot of sound effects. And you may know Duke from the uh deviant sin cast of us, said that right? Yeah, yeah,
2: but I'm going to change the title, so whatever. You're going to change the title? Why? Be didactic sin cast. Because I realized that if I, I, I don't know, I, I, I thought that maybe the word deviant doesn't really fit. Because it's not, it was originally sort of a dumb idea when I came up with it a long time ago. And then I was like, eh, I should change it. I never did. Do you know what, I'm actually? Gonna I, change it. I, I think you
1: are a bit of a deviant. I'm, I'm quite happy with that. I think it suits you.
2: Yeah, well, I don't. I, I don't think, you think you
1: should keep it. Don't change
2: it. Oh, no, I've already changed it, it too. Why? Because Why? Why I'm not deviant enough. No, oh, just
1: like BioWare.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except that. So it, what are you changing it to? On to didactic syncast. Oh, yeah, I well, that sounds much better. Because I am a very didactic person, so yeah, I, I don't, don't know what person. that means. Yeah, you're the only person who knows what that word means. <laughs> Loud syncast? The Duchess wants me to change it to the loud syncast, because I am loud. Shouts. I know what that word means. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Didactic means excessively uh it's gonna be on the next show, whatever. Go ahead. I think you
1: could have found something more sort of normal sounding for loud. There's plenty of other words you could have used.
2: I'm not changing it to loud. Noisy syncast. <laughs> Noisy syncast. Eh, that has a good ring to it. Bombastic syncast. How about that? Bombastic. It's oh, the bombastic because it's D-S. whatever. Moving on. Um
1: anyway, <laughs> no, but on that is I, no, no, no. Yeah,
0: oh, that's, no, hey, no, listen, you're...
1: listen, listen. Bombastic syncast. BS.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> See? Wasn't that funny? Wasn't it funny? <laughs>
1: Sorry, Ginny, carry on.
2: <laughs>
4: anyway. <laughs> um, I want to shout out Duke because, Um he mentioned me on his deviant, whatever, bombastic syncast. <laughs> and I, because the thing is, right, um, Duke, uh, Duke is probably uh, one of the smartest people that gives me his time to talk to, right? Oh, you. Um, and. Uh, so, like, when he's talking on his show, I feel very smart because I think, "Oh, look at me! I'm listening to a podcast where they talk about politics and such." So I'm very smart, and I go, "Hey, that I'm understanding these words—that means I'm great." Um, and then, like, the, the funny thing is, even though I speak to Duke every week, and you know, he's my friend. I was very shocked when he mentioned my name on his podcast <laughs> because he was talking about these intellectual things, blah, 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 I'm so clever, right? And then he went, like Chitty said, <laughs> I went, whoa, whoa, hang on. Uh, Wait, he, he referenced you? I know, yeah. <laughs> he, he said... Um, when I when I brought up the point, that it's like a, the sign of a good writer is they write exactly what you're thinking, but right. put it in right. a better way right that you could never think of. Yeah. And you brought that up on your shows, like when a when a great writer does that, that that's the sign of a great
1: writer. And well, to be I fair, was, no, let, just me, let's be honest here. It was only so we could do a segue to Tom
2: Bissell, wasn't it? Talking about Tom, <laughs> true. true. And that was only to talk about Jun Chang. So you know, and we all know who that is. Right? Yeah. So, what well, we do now? <laughs>
4: well, we should because um, he's good. awesome. The uh So, so you know, I was listening to that, right? And I was kind of, like, shocked at that I was mentioned on this, like, you know,
2: very clever podcast. Thank so, so thank you very much I for think. making me feel very smart I think. for a split second. Speaking of clever things, I just learned that bamboos defecate up to 40 times a day. Bamboos defecate? <laughs> no, pandas. You said bamboos. Oh, whoops. <laughs> I it about. Pandas defecate 40 <laughs> times a day.
0: <laughs> yeah all
2: that talk about me thinking that you're clever and just yeah. wow See bamboos ya. take a shit <laughs> yeah bamboos crap 40 times a day. You know, i'm just making it all up the whole i can't, take, I, can't I can't not
1: leave that that's gotta stay in now of course <laughs> anyway no um actually i so don't know just... <laughs> As you and he uh, say all his own must i like, do i do leave was. everything else in it i leave it in if it's funny um But yes, Duke, I'd also like to shout you out as well. Oh, thank you. I know. And the reason I'd like to shout you out because actually I can can talk to my wife about a podcast I'm listening to, which she actually listens when I'm talking. (gasps) It's true. It's true. (laughs) I've I've mentioned quite a few of the things you've talked about on the show to my wife and we've had discussions about it. So it's it's been kind of cool. So what does she think? Well, you see, she, she's you know, she's interested in, in some of the stuff that you've spoken. I like the uh, high frequency trading thing and we had a little chat about that, yeah, you know. And, on and, that. Like, oh, yeah, that
4: that
2: and is was interesting. Oh, I God.
1: was telling about the under
2: un, like takeover.
1: The underwater cable that was costing gazillions of dollars to, you know, improve speeds by point five Keep of a second or whatever charts. it was. Uh so yeah it was it was really interesting. so we so we yeah. like cuz if i talk to about video games or podcast with video games she just goes blank and sort of switches off you know so it was it was quite interesting so- it's a good point
4: you brought, Luke. Where it's like, oh, we got uh, you. What you need food, Africa? Oh, no, we got money. No money. Sorry. Uh, like we, we're at. As soon as we get money, yeah. you can have it. You'll be first in line. Right. Oh, we need some. We need some cables to, for the stock. <laughs> Fucking pour all the money. it's go, <laughs> have it everything.
2: Here's my checkbook. Fill in the blanks. And let's not be. Let's not confuse things. Why? Why is that cable so necessary? Because right now the data takes five milliseconds <laughs> to go from here to there, and this time yeah. it's going to take four and a half. So you know. Yeah
1: and I'd also like to shout out uh, John and David Fluke uh, from Silver Dollar Games who joined me for the interview because it was really cool and they were really cool guys and they were a bit crazy and very funny so yeah it was really good
4: they gotta be with games like that
1: yeah, so it was, it was a good interview. It's probably one of my favourite ones I've done so far, and I've done a few, so it was it was really cool.
4: I've done a few
1: because I'm, you know, I'm so things. popular, and, and also <laughs> me and Duke could be off. Awesome. <laughs> and actually, he said he did say he'd listen to the show, you know, to see what we were like. Funny. I thought I thought we were funny, so that was good. Um, That's right. And uh, yeah, and GH rocket for the question, and everybody who listens, and I'll move to Duke.
2: Yeah, let me see. Who do I got shout outs for? I should've had this ready, huh? Yeah, really <laughs> that would've been I good. Shout out <laughs> everybody who came to you can be quiet now and let me shout these people out. What, Everybody who came to the Rainbow Six Vegas Two played it. It was a full house. Stulek, Nemesis, Nick P, Z4XX, Z4XX, excuse me. Step J, Major Chavez, John Mouse, Duff Stuff, and um, yeah, who else? Oh, let me see here. Oh yeah, Virtual Pizza. I'll give a shout out to Phil Olson because he did a, a cool show. And not uh, on <laughs> iTunes yet. I don't think it's on iTunes yet. Get it on iTunes. Yeah, Blue Hellman didn't uh, show up, um, but he wanted to play uh, Rainbow Six with us. Stulek uh, was there. He sent me some message. I haven't listened to it yet. Uh, Dino uh, wanted to play with us, but he was on late, so he didn't get a chance to join in. Maybe he played later on. I don't know. Um, Yeah, Boston Hans uh, wants to do uh, Black Ops, and maybe at some point we will. Uh. Um, Dino, uh, yeah, no, he's doing Step J. Uh, gave me some nice things about my rap. Uh, And Thumble says he was away in Italy, so he missed the playdate. But welcome back from Italy. I presume he's back now, so uh, whatever. Um, Whatever, man. A lot of people had some very nice things to say about the lyrics that I spit last week, so I appreciate all of that. And, uh, yeah, shout-out to you two guys, because, you know, I was listening to the show last week and it just, I don't know, it kind of occurred to me how much I appreciate, uh, being a part of this community and, and you know, all the work we've done to make it a, a vibrant place. And, oh, also shout out, um, Sean Anderson, uh, who I don't remember his screen name, but he and I are going to hang out. Uh, probably by the time this is released, we'll be making a video. So watch for that, people, because he's got some funny stuff on his uh, YouTube channel, and I'm going to be in one of his videos. So he's coming up to Madison. We're going to do some work. I will finally get to meet somebody from uh, this community face-to-face, so that'll be cool. And wow. they will kill you. So Yeah, uh, exactly. So where's this video going to be? I don't know. It'll be on his website, presumably, and I'll send links on YouTube or uh, Facebook. So, All right. Uh, well, if he wants, he can send it over and we'll put it up on ours or whatever.
4: Go, uh, or if he
2: wants to go on Easy YouTube, that's fine. Whatever. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, and then the other, other thing is next week's play date is going to be the 15th of April, Sunday, and the game is going to be – are you ready? <laughs> Battlefield 3! Yeah. Ta-da!
4: Ta-da. It, well, not
2: that long, but, you
4: know. I haven't played that game for ages. It's been a while for me, too. I downloaded the uh, the free DLC for it. I Turn to Kamar,
2: command. ka ba ka ba ka Yes.
4: <laughs> <All right, laughs> no. I'll on to you. I'll, and, I'll share no, it uh, Blue Hellman as well. Blue Hellman, because he sent me a message saying, uh, Rockstar North employee CV gives Grand Theft Auto V an October launch window uh, published by Ben Gilbert on Joystick, and then he said, Good luck, Chinny! Uh, Blue Hellman, uh, that's probably a fact and everything, but doesn't mean that it will come out in October. Um, GTA 4 was due to be released in 2007, October, but it got postponed to April 2008. So... No yeah,
1: guarantee. well, you you can do all those shout-outs, but I'm somebody's error message. Jerry? That's right. Good on you, <laughs> Yeah, but it's, it's your error message saying... <laughs> <laughs> um and that's really about it, so we need to get the hell out of here. <laughs> so Do it again,
2: See Duke. You. Do it again.
1: It was kinda good though. I like it. I like it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. One more of the Duke. Both my albums are for sale here. Smooth as Silver and Hi Ho Duke.
1: Oh, well, there you go. Another show in the bag. What bag? Boom. Yeah. Hey, by the way, Duke, um, I've added you to my bucket list. What? Yeah, you're on you're <laughs> on my bucket list, man. Uh, <laughs> he kill you before he does. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, yeah, you're on my bucket <laughs> or list. Something to me. Yeah, I want to meet you. I want to meet you before um, I kick the bucket. Yes. Well,
2: I want to meet you too.
1: Yeah, it'd be weird. I don't want to meet either one of you. <laughs> I've already met you. <laughs> Uh, hence yeah. why I don't want to meet you again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apart from once a year. Once a year.
0: But yeah, <laughs> well, someone I, I, said to I,
1: me at I, work, we were talking about the podcast at work the other day, and someone said, have you met everyone on the podcast? Well, not Duke, because he lives in America, and they're like, eh. So do you think you'll ever meet him? And I said, I don't know, really. It'd be weird. You should have yeah. said yes. But um, yeah. Should do. Uh,
4: I, I let you into a little secret. Uh, I might be going, Might be, not guaranteed, might be out to America. <gasps> Uh, July maybe for work. Oh snap! Well, so now, you, hang
2: on a second, because
1: America's a big
4: place. We're
2: going on a road trip. So the closest I will get to you, Duke, is Chicago. Well, I'm saying though, we're going to be on a road trip in July. Ah, you so see. might be like crossing paths. I might yeah. be south, and you might be near me. When, no, it's, I, know, when in July, I know, I you know. I th-
4: no, but I think. We're definitely going to Chicago, and we're definitely going to somewhere in Washington State.
2: Exactly. I don't know where. Depending on when it is, I might be willing to make the trip to Chicago. Whoa. Whoa. It's Philadelphia, so that's... People, why are you listening to this? I can't imagine that you don't have anything better to do than listen to this. <laughs> You're it's are totally ridiculous. ridiculous. <laughs> Philadelphia. Yeah. Chicago, and then yeah. Portland. Portland, Oregon. I don't know. Because yeah, there's also Portland, Maine, but I assume you're going to Portland, Oregon. Where's Portland, Maine? Portland, Maine is in the northeastern corner of the U.S. Portland, Oregon is in the northwestern corner of the United States. That's where uh, Stephen going. King lives.
1: <laughs>
4: Somewhere yeah. near
2: there. It yeah. is, actually, in Maine. Uh, we're going to, to Philly on
4: yeah, the east coast. Chicago, which is near you, I yes. believe. Yes. Uh, well, not right next to you, but like, no. close yeah, to you. Yeah, we're south. And then Portland, which is on the west coast.
2: Okay, yeah, Portland, Oregon then. Where?
4: And that is, when is it, when is it, when is
2: it? I have a look, I have a
4: look. Oh, right. 21st, sorry, 18th of July, I'll be in Philadelphia, if I go. The 21st, I'll be in Chicago.
2: Nope. And then Portland on the 24th of We're, July. Like, Virginia on the 21st. There you go. Yeah! Not going to happen. It's passing in the night, man. The universe does not want it to happen. No, it's like it'll happen. Splode when that ha- Yeah, it'll be like the end of the world. Like the one apocalypse. day. Yeah, one day. Yeah, yeah, one day. So- but I'll be close. I'll be close. You will. You can leave me a little message on the interstate. Huh. It'd be like sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
1: <laughs> anyway. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yes, Are you really going to put that in the show? i will just leave it Whatever. <laughs>
2: What apps travel itinerary in the US. Indeed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right guys, I got to go grade the rest of these papers. Good luck. Thanks, good luck. Rick. Have a good Bye. night. We will Cheerio. do.